Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of The Great Podcast. Today we have the Marley, the one, the only, the legendary, the Marley. You guys already know this is going to be a fun one. Check him out on twitch.tv slash the Marley, T-H-A-M-A-R-L-Y. You guys are going to have fun. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we had a nice intro, but yeah, there it's out the window now. <laughs> Wait, are you already recording? Yeah, we're we're into it. Oh my god. I know. No, give me a second to get get used to to your beautiful voice. Yep, no prep time. That's that's how we do it. It's just you flow right into it, man. All right. All right. Yeah. It's, going, it, it's not, you know, you know, other podcasts do it. So, uh, just, all right, just just what we do around here. The Keep great it. podcast. The great podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> this one's gonna be uh, episode number three. Three, nice. Yeah. Did you did you catch uh, episode one with Zam? Uh, I. I did catch, uh, I think, like the first 15 seconds, uh, 15 minutes, 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost three hours long. I know, I know. I've been busy. I lately. know, I know. I, you've been busy. Yeah, really. Since since the beginning of the year, it's uh, it's kind of cray cray on my side. It's kind of what? Crazy cray cray. Oh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I hate to I hate to break it to you, but uh, you're about 20, 20 years too old to be saying cray. <laughs> you know, you deal me with my five sure and stuff. Uh, <laughs> five sure, yeah, it's, that's that's uh, five head, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just usually put it on the fault of the the, the French talk, and that's why. <laughs> I like it, dude. <laughs> So what what what's new, man? Uh, much and not much, you know, with the the pandemic and stuff. Uh, yeah, like the routine is pretty much a routine. But uh, you know, uh, when you stream on a regular basis, it, it's it's easy as well to have like some uh, funky moment in your days to actually yeah. uh, put put some color into a gray story. I, I would say. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, how about you? Um, well, you know, uh, it's it's business as usual, just working, um, streaming, <laughs> yeah, uh, doing yeah. a lot of YouTube content. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, we're we're you know we're we're trying to to uh, grow and and grow in in every facet and and on every platform and and really get our name out there because that's that's uh. That's kind of the name of the game. So, uh, yeah, you know, we're doing podcasts, YouTube videos. Uh, obviously, streaming is is always the heart and soul of what we do. And it's just, you know, finding new ways to grow, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like defining the true, the true word of content creator. 
that's that's what it's about it's it's about content creation you nailed yep. it so yeah that's 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 all we're up to just you know literally every platform <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that that's the that's the best way to do it i actually have to step up my game that way so uh mm -hmm. like like most of the time i'm gonna be kind right off the bat with you man uh i still look up to you on so many facet of uh of streaming and putting content on the internet i uh, you know you, I, people probably know like most people know me who's gonna listen to the podcast who don't who people who don't know me um halo literally took my hand and, and helped me to actually become more of a streamer just by just by you, you kind of took me uh on your under your wing what, what's the, what's the expression yeah, yeah that's, that's the expression you nailed it yeah exactly like you you took care of me for the first months that i've been streaming and i i'm still very grateful about that i, I gotta let you know man oh dude yeah of course of course it's just uh you know it's 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 one of those situations iron iron sharpens iron you know uh i, I appreciate the kind words dude it means a lot but uh you know, you're a very talented streamer, and uh, you know you you've you've grown and and gone, you know figured stuff out and and improved the stream and and found a a formula that that fits your personality and works for you. And uh, yeah, I mean, you 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 rightfully earned all of that success too, though. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And 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 by the way, for for as long as you've been streaming, maybe you've taken one stream off <laughs> from from your think, regular schedule uh did i i don't even know if i did maybe maybe, maybe not even yeah maybe not even one <laughs> yeah you'd be hard pressed to ever you set yourself a schedule and you've stuck to it five days a week five hours plus typically I feel it would be weird not to show off one day. Actually, I the only one time that I really thought about it is because of a migraine hitting me really early in the day, uh -huh. and it oh. it drains it drains oh. you off your energy so hard. Yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah. I, I started streaming, told, telling myself at least I'm gonna start at the right hour, and if I mm -hmm. just stream like for an hour or two, at yeah. least I showed up. Right, and and you know, you know, it's probably the same for you. Even if your day is off, once you start streaming and you see people giving you vibes in the chat, usually you just forget about the, uh, the all the other things and you just go on with your stream and you're having fun. Oh yeah, That's, dude. Oh, without a doubt, it's it's a it's yeah. a powerful thing and it's you yeah, know, it, it's it's reciprocated, right? There's there's people out there in chat that are having a bad day. You know, we were actually talking about that in our channel uh, yesterday. You know, I was, one one guy was like, hey, you know. I was just playing Dark Souls. I was just making jokes, doing the typical thing, right? And uh, <laughs> uh, randomly, he goes, "Hey, I just wanted to say thank you. You know, you've gotten me through some some really tough times, and uh, really oh, glad yeah, to yeah. be here." And yeah, I was lurking, but I I caught that moment. It was a really you? wholesome moment. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, and I was like, "Look, you know, if you if if you ever want to talk to someone, you know, there's me." There's Seld, there, there's all of these amazing people mm -hmm. in chat. And it was like one person spoke up and then another and another. Like, hey, we got you. We'll, we're going to get through this. Everything's fine. You know, it's it's been a tough year. I was like, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> like, man, 
Whoa. Yeah, it caught my attention when I saw Cell saying in the chat, my DMs are open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was like, wait, 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 there's something happening. And I actually came, went into the VODs to make sure I wasn't missing anything. And God, that's, you know, that's exactly it. Like building a community and making, like taking care that your community is right there where yeah. you want it. Yeah, of course. It's, it's such, I was actually talking about this today. I'm not a pride. I'm not a prideful person in general, but my well, community, I have well, huge pride. No, 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 no. Between you and I, it's always like fun and games. Yeah, but it is. It, 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 in <laughs> you're, life, you're not. You're not prideful. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I mean that's that's what that's what's fun between mm -hmm. you and I. Like it's mm -hmm. always been fun and games since the beginning. Oh yeah. All, yeah. all uh, it's lighthearted, man. Exactly. Super lighthearted. <laughs> and, uh, by the way, by the way, yeah. When I, when I first announced, uh, you know, I was doing these podcasts. Panda was like, when are you getting the Marley on? He's like, that is going to be gold. <laughs> <laughs> so there's people yeah. out there that are anxiously awaiting. They, 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 yeah, they, 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 they want, they, they want to hear you. So, uh, all, all I'm saying, I'm just saying, I'm saying, just don't, don't mess this up. Okay. Cause this is a, you got a lot of people I, looking forward to this. <laughs> I mean, the pressure is not on me. Me, I'm just the invited. I can't mess it up. It's still your show, man. But, uh, I, I'm glad my first experience at, on podcast was last week on bulbs. And oh yeah. How'd that go by the way? Yeah. Oh. Fantastic! These guys are awesome. I don't want I don't want to talk about it like too too long, but God, I'm so glad I'm so glad I ended up in this in this group of people because they're oh, yes. just awesome people. And, and in case you're 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 out there and you're not sure who he's referencing, he's talking about Bulbtastic and Mash the Stampede. Uh, they also do a podcast. Marley, Mister Popular, as of late, uh, was <laughs> was just on their podcast. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Bios Venom, don't forget him. Oh, and Bios Venom, that's right, that's right. You know, I I, yeah. I really haven't caught that uh, podcast before. Yeah, well, I, I just, same same as me not catching yours. I I know you're yeah. pretty busy. And speaking of busy, I can't wait to ask you a question about your job because, man, man, you don't give a lot of details on on your stream. Really? So yeah, yeah. Well, not enough in my opinion. You know uh, how oh, I feel like. I feel how close I, I am to you, and I feel like I have so many questions. Go ahead. That's that's what we're so all about. So little answers. See, this is why this is why I usually crack a beer for one for the uh, for the show. You know, it, it's uh, you know, it's, it. a, it's a chance. I already did, man. I'm already I'm already off and going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, but it's you know it's 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 free form. It's this that is the the intention is just to talk about talk about whatever. Um, okay. like, like episode one, we, me and Zam literally talked about the first song I had ever recorded playing guitar after practicing for six months. <laughs> it's not good. It's, it's really bad, but also really funny. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Am yeah. I it's about, I don't know, two hour, two, two and a half hours in somewhere around that point. But. But I, I thought you would be able to record a good song. I mean, you're a good bassist, no? This was after I was in college. I, I had been playing guitar oh. for six months at that point. Oh. 
That oh was, my okay six months of six months of, of playing yeah yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. after yeah, after going that. 20 years of my life without without playing an instrument picked up the <laughs> guitar started learning I, I i did okay i like i i still play guitar and i play bass and uh you know the the, the root of my bass playing came from playing guitar like that was the beginning of that but but mm. after six months, I was like, I am going to be a guitar god. And so I was like, I'm going to record. And so I, 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 I didn't know a basis. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep layering guitar tracks on top of each other. And I asked a couple of people, I was like, yo, I need a drummer. And everyone was like, nah, I think I'm good. I was like, will you drum <laughs> on the greatest track of all time? Because I... I'm going to be a superstar. <laughs> and they're like, nah. Yeah, just do your thing. I'm I'm just gonna go yeah. to <laughs> no, my no one thing. said yes. Not uh, one person said shocker, because I'm it's such a good recording. It's it's the greatest piece of audio. <laughs> so I had to go on the internet and find a random drum track and and uh kind of tailor my playing to to match what, what the drum track was. So <laughs> that yeah. was the first that was the first song and the only song that I'd recorded as a solo artist. Well well this is pure halo. Like <laughs> doing your thing your way even if everybody's going to say no you're going to do it. It's you're going to you're not wrong. <laughs> Man, I I admire that uh that part of you. Like <clears throat> you you have that dedication Whatever it's gonna be put in front of you, you're gonna do it. That's that's awesome, man. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know if that's a, <laughs> I don't know if it's a good trait to have or not. But yeah, uh, I I definitely do have uh, a weird stubbornness that that raises its head from time to time. You know, wow. if, if I start going down a road and I'm like like dude, I'm playing Dark Souls and I want to get through this boss, or I'm playing Darkest Dungeon and I'm not going to retreat like I, there, there's all of these moments where I'm just like, I'm just going to do it. I don't care. I don't care if it's good content, bad content. I'm I'm just going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, or winning without trinkets. Have you ever been able to do it, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. I did that. On, you yeah, did it? I did. I did that on stream. Yeah. It took some time. <laughs> oh. But God, you made it. Oh, that's that's when you realize how trinkets are important, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're playing Darkest Dungeon PvP, yeah. Uh, trinket, the trinkets are mind-blowingly powerful in PvP. You yeah. know, every once in a while, you can get away with it in Darkest Dungeon, doing a, a, a dungeon run, you know, going through a whole map without trinkets. Um, but, man, in PvP, that's uh, it, it, that was brutal. Well, in PvE, you can always play, like, extremely safe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but in PvP, you can't. You can't there, do that. No. There's, uh -uh. there's a timer taking taking down, and the yep. other the other one the other guy is just gonna take advantage of that. Yep. And then with resistances, you, you know, even even a, a solid stun that you're gonna land ninety percent of the time plus <laughs> now becomes yeah. a, a four out of five, right? An eighty percent yeah. chance, a seventy percent chance. You start missing stuff like that. It's yeah. Like, exactly. Just, it all of that adds up exactly yep it adds up in a hurry too but, I, I was uh, talking about uh sorry sorry i cut you oh no go ahead go ahead uh, i 
I was talking about Darkest Dungeon on on Bulb's uh, podcast because mm. uh, they were they gave they gave us a like a, a grid that we we needed to put our favorite games, uh, most challenging games, uh, underrated games, and stuff, and talk about it. And yeah. then uh, the question of uh, best combat, mm. I had to I had to go with Darkest Dungeon. Like I, I'm a I'm a sucker for a for turn based. Mm-hmm. Uh, battle and darkest dungeon did the perfect job for that like, oh they it, they they hit it out of the park dude 100 percent right i bought this <clears throat> game i bought this game thinking thinking i i wouldn't enjoy it that much because of the review and boy mm-hmm. oh boy the review were wrong i spent so much more time on this game just because it, it's infinitely fun. Infinitely fun. Like there's no ending to to this game. Wait. Now this, wait. What? The reviews for Darkest Dungeon were kind of mixed. Is that that's what you're saying? Yeah, they oh were around like 75 percent because a lot of people were complaining that the RNG, the RNG was against you. So <laughs> well. people were complaining it was too hard. So it's mostly <laughs> like saying Dark Souls is just too hard. So they you just give a bad review. Oh man! So I was like, okay, but I, I'm pretty good at Pokemon. I know my stuff, so turn base should be fine. I guess I'm gonna be able to have fun. <laughs> yeah. And boy, oh boy, was I right! I mean, I, I'm having such a heart, a, a blast with those. And once you did it, once you did the 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 game once, after that you can go in mods on Steam, and there's like infinite time infinite uh, mods that you can download and do just do a whole game that you've never like uh like characters that you've never played with and just have this the same game but the same fun that you had the the first time you played it yeah oh man and and one campaign you know easily 50 hours easily easily yeah and and then uh, there's the you know the the Crimson Court expansion, which makes the game yeah. infinitely harder. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah. Have you played Have you played uh, the Crimson Court? I, I didn't, but I watched you a lot. Well, you know, I, I'm I, I'm one of your uh, viewers that I've I've seen the most Darkest Dungeon yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I I watch you mostly uh, in your first what five four or five months, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Crimson Court seems really hard. It's what, brutal, what, dude. <laughs> there's a Crimson Court, and what's the other one that you you were doing some um, crystal run? Oh, uh, the Color Madness is that one. Yeah, yeah. These were really fun. Yeah. You, you, mm-hmm. Like it's just like you, you try to push as much as possible with the same team. Yeah, yep. yeah. It. I mean, they've been able to 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 create some great content, and yeah. now the second one is coming up really real soon. Uh, mm-hmm. Can't wait to see this one. Oh, oh, that reminds me. By the way, I happened to peep my uh, uh, Steam library, and mm-hmm. and guess what game got a major uh, uh, content addition, a, a new campaign? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, Green Hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, Green yeah. Hell. I heard about it. Yeah. Oh, but, my. Yeah. It's a, it's it, a two-part uh, campaign add-on like a new story it's like a, a new story and uh uh part one just launched and i think if i read correctly i think part two is gonna launch in like uh uh da, 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 da. i think it's like q3 q2 or q3 
So I think okay. I think by the end of September. I thought it was a whole new game, but it's the same game. Same game. It's it's a new campaign. That's cool. I yeah. I, I always I always thought that they didn't ex, they didn't exploit enough out of this game. So that's that's even better if they just keep the same thing. <clears throat> and by the way, if you're new out there and and haven't seen it, I did a whole playthrough of uh, Green Hell, which is uh, it's it's a it's a jungle survival game, um, but it's written like like a like a like a Hollywood uh, B movie. <laughs> like it's uh, <laughs> the script in it, the the character decisions, the 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 actions yeah. are <laughs> really really campy. <laughs> so I, I love it. It's it's a beautiful game. It's it's actually really challenging. It's a hard game, but uh, <laughs> the way that the characters interact with each other, you just you're just sitting there heckling it, laughing at it, and uh, yeah, it's a little cheesy, but you don't is. focus on this. Like the survival aspect, I I, I know it's I'm hard. gonna admit I I went to bed way too late watching you playing this yeah, game I because I I couldn't stop. I couldn't tell myself like I didn't I didn't want to miss anything because the survival the survival aspect there's always something surprising you. Mm -hmm. No, it's it's uh, it's addictive. Yeah, it's so addictive and yeah, and challenging and uh especially with that game cuz there's a lot of exploration that goes into it. Yeah. Um so so unlocking like the next clue like like you, you know you have the next ayahuasca trip in the game and it unlocks something and you're seeing these visions and it's showing you where to go and the rough path that you need to take and it's just like it's like whoa it's cool that game's really 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 uh it's fun to watch and it's fun to play and, and by the way that that game is a testament to my stubbornness because that game it wasn't the most popular game by far especially no. in the early days and and now yeah. that you know we have you know much bigger communities um i don't think it really matters but back then it was not popular at all but i was like i'm just gonna stream it i don't care <laughs> yeah yeah and well because the the only game you were streaming back then was darkest dungeon yeah. but now now your list of games that you've played and still playing yeah. is way bigger yeah uh, i think you're right it, it won't matter much you're yeah. right yeah it's yeah it's uh it's it's just one of those things it's like you know i don't care if it's not popular i'm gonna do it <laughs> like i just had so much fun with it um and I, you know i, I knew it was a, a good product even if it wasn't popular i was like i'm just gonna do it gonna do it yeah good so, call uh, yeah i did it start to finish and then like like even when i did uh the long dark that game was really popular a lot of people liked it and so uh you know we uh, i still have one more chapter one more chapter from the campaign to do so um excuse me once i uh get through i think after dark souls or maybe after like dark souls one um play through the long dark then do dark souls 2 and then maybe maybe that's where i jump into green hell again but uh yeah that one's coming back up again mm -hmm. yeah yeah um <clears throat> I, I didn't watch much about the long dark because i i got it myself and uh oh I don't yeah don't spoil myself. it dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah same for with subnautica i i there's a streamer named tuzzle that i really really enjoy watching but she's playing subnautica and I've never, okay. I've never watched any stream of hers of Subnautica because I don't want to spoil myself. I just want to live the 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 actual 
experience because i i've heard so many great things about this it, game that dude, I, dude you need you need yeah yeah you need to play subnautica you would yeah you would really I, really like it i'm what only four hours into the game and i'm i'm yeah. having a blast i'm yeah, having you did, a blast you did one stream of it right yep yeah yep. but i i also played a little more offline because oh. i it was just a matter of in between marathons i yeah i know i i, I want to stick to my marathons for now on the on stream Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Any chance you are you are you planning on streaming Subnautica or are you gonna play it offline? Offline. Okay. I, I start I started the game online. On, yep. Yep. Uh but it's I don't know. I, I kinda have my uh like my um how do you say I I don't know the expression. Like I, I have my my niche type of streaming and yeah. I wanna I wanna yeah, it doesn't keep fit it into your content. Yeah, I, yeah, I exactly. totally get that. <laughs> like, uh, you know, uh, over over the holiday season, Steam put a bunch of games on sale, and uh, I ended up buying Stardew Valley. I'm a, oh. I'm a big, big, big Harvest Moon fan. Like back in the day, loved that game. <laughs> oh my god, yes, it was so good. It was. I used to yeah. go to I used to go to Blockbuster Friday night, and the first thing I would do is like, oh, I'm gonna write a game for the weekend. Like that would be my thing, and I would I would try to get Harvest Moon, and then I ended up getting it for Christmas one year. But uh, before that, I was like, I'm gonna go, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go, I'm gonna buy some popcorn, and I'm gonna rent this game, and that's what I'm gonna do this weekend, and I'm gonna mm. try to get further, and hopefully someone didn't save over my file from last week. Sometimes oh people God, did. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. But yeah, when you think about it, maybe I'm wrong, but Sandbox weren't weren't a thing back then so harvest moon might be one of the first of, of a real sandbox where there are no bad guys you just like take care of your stuff and just try to yeah. build build a farm like there were no minecraft no terraria name it i, I don't quite remember if there there is one right before that yeah and and by the way if you're listening and you do know of one uh, go ahead and, and drop a drop a comment and let us know. But uh, yeah, I can't I can't think of a yeah a sandbox style game like like open world. Kind of do whatever you want. There's no wrong way to play it. Yeah, exactly. Like like for the SNES, like oh man. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't oh. know. Maybe there was maybe probably on yeah. the computer because I, I yeah would computer be... computer had a little bit more freedom for that sort of thing. Yeah, because I would be flabbergasted about like an NES game with these type of gameplay. But uh, yeah, I, I would I'd love to to check that yeah. out. The only one that I could think of is like Oregon Trail, but even then, I mean, you you have a destination. Yeah, you get some freedom, but uh, you know, you know, you're driven by the the story in that one. So that I don't think that really counts. Yeah. What's the story in Harvest Moon? Get married? Yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's it's whatever you want, man. Your 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 grandfather gave you the 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 farm. He, he gave it over to you, and it's your job to clean it up and make it better. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, what a what a bad farm he gave you. I know. You well, well, Grandpapa might be getting a little old, so I don't blame him. <laughs> It's a big, it's a big piece of land he gave you, so yeah, yeah, I don't blame yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> well, 
I guess back then, big pieces of land were not that rare as much as today. But it mm -hmm. was in the 90s. It was not, not, not in the 50s either. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't want to, I don't want to dictate or drive the conversation, but I, yeah, I, I, I'd love to know how's life in Nashville, man. Good. Oh my goodness. I, I love it. It's so much fun. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it, uh, you know, I got, I got, I actually got clearance to start working from home. So I've been working from home, um, the last couple of days and it's going to, you know, continue for the foreseeable future. So that's awesome. Uh, the yeah. city of Nashville is, is insanely awesome, man. You know, uh, a lot of friendly people weird when I, I, you know, go to the grocery store or whatever, and people say hi, <laughs> that kind of throws me off a little bit. Well, Seattle was not that friendly. I, I thought <laughs> Seattle was a very friendly, I mean, the the only people I know from Seattle is you yeah. and Vincus and Puerto, like all these people that you actually know. So maybe yeah. my perception of people from Seattle is too beautiful. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, no, no. Pe people are nice. It, it's not a it's not a question of uh, kindness, but but there's it, it, they're more introverted. Um, okay. Uh, it, you know, there's this the, a thing that people call, I don't know. I think it's a little exaggerated, but it's called the, uh, the Seattle freeze. And that's like, oh, you know, it's, it's those awkward kind of interactions you have with people where like, mm -hmm. like you talk to someone to their face and, uh, they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll hang out. Yeah, sure, man. We'll, we'll, yeah, let's, we'll, let's catch up sometime. I'll, I'll text you. And then you never hear from them again. Or, yeah, I, I think it's pretty worldwide, but, but I, I, I still feel what you're saying. Or like, I, you know, I, if you're walking down the street and someone's walking back on the sidewalk and you say, hey, hey, how you doing? Or hello or anything like that. Right. You kind of greet them. There's a yeah. tendency to kind of shy away from the conversation. Um, okay. And that that definitely doesn't exist down here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting um, used to it. It throws me off. Good. Good. Well, actually, it's good. It's just going to be better for your soul eventually. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, it's I, both cities are amazing. They're just it, it, it's it's different. It's a it's a big change up, right? Yeah. So I'm, well, I'm getting I, used to that. As a Canadian, the only downside of you mm -hmm. leaving Seattle is you leave your own city. The, the same year they're going to get a hockey team. I know. <laughs> No, that's that's a little sad, but I, I get it. You, you know, Nashville has its own. I, I was going to uh, say, they have their own team, the Nashville... Uh, Predators. Pred Predators. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, see, it, I've, never, I've never been a hockey guy. I'm getting used to this. Really? Yeah. I, I, well, here's the thing. I only live... Uh, okay, well, I don't live very far away at all from the, the stadium. I'm pretty close to that, so... Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I could probably dip down and... and catch catch some of their games it, i i it's just uh, we've uh, seattle's never had a professional a pro team um mm. I, well i think we had like the totems back in the i don't know 50s or 40s or 60s yeah, or yeah, something yeah. And, but, there but was as, one but... but as far as i've been for as long as i've been alive i've never 
had a, a pro hockey team in my life. So that's like the one major sport that I've never connected with. And the good part is uh, Nashville is known for its crowd. Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah oh, it has one man. of the best crowd. Man, if they got a, a good fan base, yo. Oh, okay. Okay. I need to get it. How how's their team? How's their team? Are they good? I feel bad asking you, but I've never watched I've never watched dude, a full hockey game. I, I'm a I'm a true Canadian regarding this. I I can speak I can talk about hockey for the rest of the evening. Like I really yeah. don't care. But yeah, uh in the last years they have a really, really solid team. Like they were they have one of the best defensemen and a really solid offense. Their okay. goaltender is eh there. Yeah. They, they used to have mm-hmm. a really really good one, but he get he got too old, and now he's not there anymore. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but yeah, it's a really really loud crowd, uh, a lot of chanting and a lot of movement. So yeah, you're gonna have fun if you go oh, there. Oh man, oh dude. Okay, okay. I'm I might have to I might have to dip into a game one of these days. How often do they play? Do they play like twice a week? It's 82 games. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, once every two days around that. But the thing oh, is, wow. they play half their game away, so yeah, it's right. only forty-one games. Yep. But it's forty-one games between October and April, and Predators uh, are good enough to make the 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 playoffs like half the year, uh, like half the time at least. So okay. you you, sh- you should have it. And good, the good thing is, it's gonna cost you like half the price as me. Because Montreal is one of the high, highest, uh, highest price in the league. Oh, oh, ticket wise. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Now, now I have no excuse not to. Yeah, and <laughs> I was, I was super excited when I heard that we were getting. Uh, uh, you know, you know, the the Seattle team is going to be called the the Kraken, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they got. I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, there's no way, there's no way they're gonna like they were throwing out name ideas and things they were considering. And I was like, okay, the Kraken is, is that's kind of a really cool name. But I was like, there's no way they're going to do that. Like, there's already a major rum, rum company called the Kraken. Yeah. And, you know, Kraken Rum. And I was like, it's, yeah, you know, it's getting a little close to that name. And people are going to make crack house jokes, you know, because <laughs> kind of a no. big homelessness problem in Seattle. And everybody was saying that the name would be wet pigeons like as a joke but, <laughs> but everybody was saying like seattle's wet pigeons yeah I, I don't i don't know why I, I guess you guys would be in a better position than me to understand the joke but everybody was saying that i was like what the hell is that why wet pigeons it's a terrible name but it was a joke obviously yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's because you know it rains a lot in seattle you get a lot okay. of you get a lot of wet gloomy days in seattle now, in terms of annual rainfall, they're actually on the low side uh, compared to most cities, but it's it's just dark and gloomy much longer than uh, most cities. So okay. that's kind of where that comes from. But then, that's super funny. I had no idea that that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the speculation around the name and the logo and stuff it dragged for multiple like more than a year just because when they announced that there there would be a 32nd team yeah they all they right off the bat said it would be seattle but seattle themselves didn't chose right away Mm -hmm. uh what would be their name so everybody was having a lot of speculation about it so obviously 
after a couple of weeks, couple of months, people started to make <laughs> jokes about it. And uh, Wet Pigeon was the pigeon. number one. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. It's like a Bodie McBoatface sort of situation. <laughs> yeah, you kinda. ask people and they're gonna come up with stuff like that. Yeah, the Seattle overly caffeinated tech worker. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, the league, the the entire league is actually very excited about Seattle having yeah. a big uh, hockey team because Seattle is known for its sports team. Like right. you guys, you guys have a lot of great teams. Uh, so the Mariners and the the, the Seahawks are actually great teams and. Uh, What's the basketball one? I cannot remember one. Well, we don't. We don't have. We used to have one. It was the Sonics, and they're uh, they're in oh. they're in Oklahoma City now. Oh, what yeah. a shame. <laughs> yeah, we we haven't had a we haven't had a, a Seattle uh, basketball team in a while. And really, mm-hmm. part part of the push um, for years was to bring Seattle uh, uh, basketball back to Seattle. And part of that was like, hey, if we can, you know, build a new arena or Re- reuse a uh, key arena for uh, hockey and basketball, you know, that'll mm-hmm. bring more revenue into the area and help bring down the taxpayer cost. Right. Cause if, mm-hmm. if you have two, two different professional sports franchises operating out of one building, it lessens the burden on taxpayers to help fund it. Right. Um, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And we actually had an option um, that was going to be fully funded by by uh, uh, some private citizens, but uh, ended up falling through. But uh, anyways, yeah, um, uh, I was I was super excited. Uh, you know, after after the league took basketball away from us, I was like, whatever. Like I stopped watching it. I really did. Uh, I, I I haven't watched a full basketball. Uh, uh, I've watched a few playoff games, but like regular season games, I've maybe watched two since they left. Yeah, um, you know, because the way that they they took the team was so underhanded, and uh, um, it it showed it showed uh, 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 a lack of like 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 it, it just showed a lot of incompetence from the previous owners, the the Nordstroms, and yeah, uh, um, and then the league, um, really, really, they, you know, they they had uh, it was, who was it was uh, David Stern at the time. Um, uh, they had a lot of opportunity to to bring a team back to Seattle um, through expansion, through through uh, other teams selling. Um, you, you know, we were at the top of the list in terms of dollars and and putting money out there, and yeah, um, really providing a great home for another team. We had uh, a great fan base, and uh, Stern was at at every turn just absolutely given Seattle the bird. So, um, for oh. me, for me, I was like, I was like, I'm done. I, I don't want, I don't care about basketball anymore. I want to get hockey here. Hockey wants to be here. They're trying yeah. to grow their franchise. Like they're, they're showing commitment and, and, uh, interest in coming to Seattle. Like anytime they talk expansion, it was always Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. So, to uh, to me, when we finally got a team, I was I was pumped. I'm like, all right, let's go, let's do this. I want to get into this, <laughs> and now I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you can still follow them. Yeah, of course, of course. But yeah, what you're what you're explaining, basketball for Seattle is mostly the same story for hockey in Quebec City. Like we still have the 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 Habs in Montreal, and they they're gonna stay there forever, obviously because. Uh, 
it's the most popular team in the league. They have the what? Uh, what? What's the team name? That well, it's the Canadians. The but Canadians. We, we we call them the Habs for some ha- reason. Habs? I, 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 yeah, Habs. H A B S. What's a Hab? Uh, I that's that's the thing. I don't even know. <laughs> Even if even if I'm from Montreal, shame on me. I'm a Los Angeles Kings fan, so yo, I, whoa. I, I, I how did you become Mon- a, 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 a Los a-, a California sports team fan? How did that come about? Um, for one guy, it weirds me out. It weirds me out when this happens. Uh, there's this one guy called Andrzej Kopitar who was playing for. He's a Slovenian. Yeah, and. It's pretty much the only Slovenian that ever made anything decent hockey-wise mm-hmm. in the history of hockey. And he was just too young to get drafted that year, but just old enough to make the, the, world, uh, the world competition. And he was pretty much 18 years old, get as good as the old guy who are playing in the, in the league already. <laughs> And he was the only guy in this team making some decent stuff. And I was flabbergasted about how is this guy able to do anything with no one else around him. And he got drafted by the Kings and ended up being a really, really good player as well on the team. So I followed this guy, then fall. I, I fell for the team as well. And uh, he's still playing for the Kings, but when he's going to retire, I'm still going to follow the Kings. I really like the, the organization. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. You, yeah, you're, he's the one that drew you in, but uh, yeah, the organization uh, cemented that. And uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's the exact same reason why the cards are my uh, football team. Well, first of all, we don't have a football team in Montreal. So as a, as a American football fan, uh, if I wanted to get attached to a team, it would be an American team either way. And uh, it's when Tyron Matthew uh, got drafted. It's pretty much the same reason. Tyron Matthew is not, he actually hates the cards now, but I'm still following mm-hmm. the cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he was a, he was a beast, especially in uh, yeah. uh, Arizona. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, uh, that's why he got his uh, nickname, the Honey Badger. Honey Badger. Adrian, uh, injuries got over him, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, it's. I mean, he he wasn't. He he is an aggressive player, and uh, you know, it's a it's a tough sport. So you know, some players, mm-hmm. you know, their their bodies just you know break down. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's what athletes do, man. They push their bodies to the to the pristine limit, and then that's right. it, it doesn't get it doesn't like need much more to actually break. You ever you, you ever see that video? You know you know the video where that comes from, right? The honey badger. Yeah. The YouTube yeah. video. Okay, good. <laughs> Still one of the funniest YouTube videos I've ever seen. Yeah. Ooh, ooh look yeah. at that honey badger. Oh, look, is he getting a meal over there? Oh, he's just gonna rip his guts out because honey badger don't care. Honey he badger don't, don't care. give a shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, honey badger, how are you doing today? <laughs> It's so I'm, good. I'm pretty sure it's because of that video that the honey badger is mostly my favorite animal. It's not, it's not <laughs> yeah. the cutest, but it's the most <laughs> badass ever. Yeah. Hell yeah. Forget the shark, man. It's all about the honey badger. I mean, <laughs> he, he can, they can scare off 
like a group of lions just by not giving a heck. That's right. It's going to be your new nickname, the Honey Badger. Oh, man, I would oh, love that. But I, I'm, Do I don't have the, the right energy for that. Like, Honey Badger, it's just too much for me. Oh, no, you know, honey, I, honey Badger's playing Doom right now. Oh, oh, <laughs> bye, Mr. Demon. Oh, oh, Honey Badger don't care. Honey Badger don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so good. All right, I'm going to ask the same question, but in a different way. <clears throat> yeah. How's leaving Seattle? It's oh man, it's it's it it, it wasn't easy, man. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you know, because I didn't, I I don't know anybody down here, like personally, right? I don't have any family, I don't have any friends that live down here. Um, so uh, to a degree, I do feel um more more isolated. Uh, I've I've only ever lived within a I don't know eighty mile radius of uh Seattle. I've I've never lived out, you know, even, you know, even going to college was up in the state, close to the Canadian border, but uh, still in the state. So uh, far and away, you know, 2000 miles plus way more, way more than uh, I've ever you know, traveled away, you know, or living. Um, so I, it, at times I do feel isolated. I feel uh, kind of, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's different. It 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 does feel weird. Um, yeah, but it it doesn't help either that it, there's actually the the COVID right now, sure, like the pandemic sure. and and stuff like this. Yeah. So like even if you meet, even if it's possible to meet new people, it's harder to meet people a, with it, a mask on. <laughs> hey, it's such a weird vibe. It to is a weird vibe. People. Yeah, yeah. I know. I agree. I agree. And uh, yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, the, the solution is to keep on what I'm doing. A lot of streaming, a lot of interacting with people like you and, uh, the community and all that. And so that, uh, <clears throat> that keeps me, that keeps me going, keeps me honest. Um, Great. but, uh, in terms of like, like actually meeting people here locally. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's friendly and people time. say hi, but, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, it's 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 hard. It's not easy. Well, who knows? Maybe your future wife is really closer than you think. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, give give yourself a chance. Like I, I I'm saying, it's mostly oh, yeah. probably because of COVID. Like it's not just for Nashville sure. Or whatever. Oh, for sure it is. For sure. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know, you, uh, you know, going out, you know, they, they do have live music here in Nashville. Um, so I can go down and, and catch a show, but you know, you have to sit at a table six feet apart, you know, mask on when you're not sitting down, um, all that stuff, you know, it, it really does make interacting much, much harder. But, but the good news is, um, a having a blast, a lot of good food here in the city, a lot of great music. Um, been able to, to go out and catch a couple of shows. So that's been good. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I really, I, I really like it. You Had also have vibe. enough stuff in your plate to actually occupy yourself. Like with the stream and the new job and yeah. now the, the, this podcast <clears throat> and the YouTube, like you, you're actually really good at, at actually taking care of your time. Yeah. yeah it's, it's hard. <laughs> you know, most, most days I, uh, I, I was wrapping up work at six 
6 p.m. And, and sometimes later uh, my time, which would be closer to 7.30 your time. Um, and so I would run home, uh, get a quick bite, and then start streaming. So it's been it's been chaotic. And working from home takes away some of that because uh, I don't have yeah. as much commute. I have zero commute time. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, uh, getting settled in, finding, you know, the right rhythm, the, the pace of the business and all that. So, uh, yeah, it's, the work is going really, really well. And you, oh, that you was asked, my next question. Yeah. You asked about that earlier. Uh, you know, what, what exactly do I do? Is that, is that what you were, uh, well, first of all, I know you work in analytic, but nothing else. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I, and, and you're right. I don't think I've really, uh, hold on. Sorry. I had to quick, I had to take a quick little, uh, beer break there. Um, okay. I don't think I've really talked like in depth about the, uh, the work that I do. Well, maybe this, maybe the problem is on my side because I, I've learned that no. you're, you were actually a professor like six months after knowing you. Wait, wait, you, you didn't you, know you, my God. You, you couldn't <laughs> understand that I never actually asked this question. I'm not, I'm not a big asker. I usually like if the vibes are good, don't ask questions. Just don't, don't. Don't try to repair something that is that it ain't broken. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I want to know. I want to know about the new job because your excitement was pretty much uh, pretty hype. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well. Uh, okay. Okay. So we'll we'll kind of start from the beginning and then kind of work our way up into uh, this this new job. But Great. um, you know, yeah. Uh, just to give you a quick summary, like I was I was always the type of guy growing up that I just never knew what I wanted to, to, to do with my life. Like, like, you know, I had interests, I had sports interests. I was like any kid. I played a lot of sports growing up, uh, baseball being number one, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, you know, anytime, anytime, like, like we had career, you know, classes on, on helping us find careers that fit. Um, funeral director was the one that I got recommended, um, which was weird. I don't know why that one <laughs> we all you know everyone was like oh i got doctor oh i got i got like engineer. A lawyer engineer funeral director uh yeah that's why you're you're such far away from a bummer <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay well obviously the the system isn't gonna well, the, obviously like i'm gonna have to figure it out on my own because Whatever this is, this isn't working. Good, <laughs> There's good no call. Way. <laughs> good call. And, and who knows? Maybe like 20 years from now, you're gonna find your way into a uh, a funeral. What, 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 your funeral yeah. director, and maybe yeah. you're gonna be happy there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine me as a funeral no. director? Oh my uh, god. Uh, uh, I know I only like I mostly know you as a streamer, so yeah. I know you're always hyped up. I know we we sure. called you king of hype so yeah. for so long. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way I would go see you as much as I love you. There's no way I would see you after someone died in my family. Oh, <laughs> look who it is! It's the man himself, yeah. Uncle Frank. <laughs> oh, looks like. <laughs> Oh man, 
He shouldn't what have gone back for the heroin that fifth time. <laughs> God oh, damn. Man. Oh, I'm going to hell. That's it. Now I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not the, the, the right way, the right path for you. I, no, I, I, don't, kinda... I don't think so. And I, I knew that, right? Um, yeah. And, and yeah. So, so basically, I kind of... Uh, I spent a lot of time in high school, honestly, hanging out with my friends. Um, uh, I didn't even, I didn't even go to my, uh, uh, my high school prom. Me and a bunch of my friends instead hung out um, and played Halo. <laughs> nice. we, we literally played Halo, um, you know, cause we, that, that was our Friday night thing. We would get a bunch of friends together, hook up the Xboxes. Uh, sometimes we would, by the way, in Halo one, uh, they didn't have, xbox live connectivity mm. so the only multiplayer you could do was by connecting xboxes together right ethernet yeah yeah but there was a way that you could hook your xbox up to the computer and download uh, uh a, a program called xbox connect and uh game spy had one as well um that would allow you to use the internet to connect xboxes together really and yeah. everybody who had that could play together that's right Oh my God! Yeah, that's how I met Puerto. My God, you're such a nerd. I know, I, no, I know, I know. <laughs> but you know, you, you, that's how I met Puerto. Was nice. was we we we? What what happened was it was such a small community of people that played. Um, it was such a small community of people that played uh, Xbox Connect because no one even knew about it, right? Mm. But that was the way you would play. You know, you know, two v two, capture the flag, blood gulch, like over the, over the internet against people that you can't see, people that that you you can't look over and look at their Xbox with, right? So, yeah. um, it, it we we started it was doing huge that. back then. Yeah, it was, but but there was no Xbox. It didn't have uh, there was no Xbox uh, Xbox Live. So mm-hmm. so um, anyways, that that's how I met Puerto was playing that. Um, it was weird because, uh, I, I, I had mentioned to him one time we were playing, I think, I think it might've been the beta for Halo 2, uh, you know, Halo 2 launched a beta and that one had Xbox live and you could play with buddies. And I, I happened to mention to him, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be starting college up in, uh, Western, uh, uh, in a couple months. He's like, oh no way. I'm up here. I'm already living up here. Like you should come hang out. We should get together. And I was like da 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 da. And so I, when I actually got to Western, um, one of the first things I did was go and, and visit Puerto, and uh, we you know instantly became uh, uh, friends, like real life friends. Yeah. <laughs> after being after history. being Xbox Connect nemesis nema enemies for so long. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I was nice. I was I was the best man at his wedding and uh yeah, the rest is history. But um uh, uh that kind of going off on a tangent there, but um yeah, I, I just never knew what I wanted to do, right? And so mm-hmm. um I my mom was like, "Oh, you need to go to college. You need to da 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 do all this." I was like, yeah, "No, classic. I don't." I was like, "I don't need to go to college." I was like, "No, I don't." I was like, "You know what I'll do? I will start my own web design business and I'm going to make millions of dollars." And, uh, cause I, you know, I, I kind of have, 
uh, a mind for creativity. Mm-hmm. It sounds weird to say this, but um, uh, the two things that I really excelled at were um, math and creative writing. So fictional writing, yep. writing on past experiences, tapping into to memories for the reader is, is something I really excelled at uh, in middle school and high school um, and, and had some of my work uh, published. Uh, through like the schools, uh, I don't know. I don't know what they did, but there was like a distribution thing. So, um, and get, I got a few things published through that, um, nice. that that were notable. But uh, <clears throat> um, anyways, um, I was like, oh, you know, website design is is it's kind of kind of taps into that creativity, um, and and so uh, I was like, I could I could do that. I could do that. You know, I I wouldn't feel boxed boxed up career-wise uh i never wanted to be an accountant i never wanted to be a cpa you know do the same routine month in and month out i saw that as a way to escape that but also provide a a service that people are going to want to pay money for um and and so i i graduated high school and i had you know uh good grades and all that and i could have got gotten into to schools but uh I didn't, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't apply. So, um, ended up doing, uh, a couple of like, um, I did a couple of, of, uh, classes, uh, for web design, uh, just like tech technical classes for like a community college. Yeah. And instantly I knew I was like, Oh, this is not, this isn't, this is not the vibe. This isn't what I want to do. So Went back to the drawing board a little bit, and I was like, "Okay, I'll take a more traditional approach, and I'll I'll get an associate's degree." Again, I don't know what I want to do, man. I'm so so freaking indecisive. It's it it staggers me to this day. Oh, um, man, I I don't want to stop you right yeah, now. No, go ahead. The only thing I'm gonna say is right now you're almost describing the exact same situation that I was in. Oh, but really? The only thing is good for you to be able to tell yourself that it's not for you because I was <laughs> it was so hard for me to actually go into something yeah. and take a step back because I was always trying to push myself a little more just to maybe I'm going to like it more and I did that like two or three times and I lost years because of that. Yeah. So good good for you to be able to actually pinpoint that this is not for you and just move away from that. Because that's pretty much the only not similar thing from you and I, and I, I admire that. That's good. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, that and that might be the one thing that I did right career wise for twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I did was I was like, okay, okay, you know, instantly I I knew that this was not this was not for me. I could I could do it. Like I could design websites and you know, write HTML and XML and, and make, make some pretty cool websites, but it just, it, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. I, I, yeah. a part of it was, I don't think that there was, I don't think there was enough money in it. There was uh, a lot of programs were allowing people to design sites themselves. Um, and, and even, even the, the way that you were writing code for websites was changing. And it was just like, uh, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, um, it's a different game, the 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 web yeah. business. Yeah, I I felt like the the path to 
to success would actually be really hard. You know, I thought I thought by diving right into something I would enjoy right away would give me a leg up on people, you know, start getting real world experience quick. Yeah. It wasn't the case. Mm. It wasn't the case. I felt like, you know, I could make a decent living for a long time doing this, but it's not going to it's it's not going to take my career to the next level. Not only that, if you're not motivated to do it, you're going to sure. live your life being sure. not happy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that too. And uh, so, so what I ended up doing was going back and just taking basic, you know, uh, uh, classes at a community college, one class at a, well, a couple classes at a time, you know, just, you know, math, uh, English, you know, all, all the, the basic stuff, right. Trying to get yep. a degree in general studies. Um, and yep. again, again, I always excelled in math. I, I did calculus in, uh. 11th grade um so so you know you know a lot of these classes it was just a matter of knocking them out and getting credit for it you know college credit so um did that ended up getting a uh two-year degree in general studies still didn't know what i wanted to do um, yeah just extra credit for future decisions yeah exactly right yeah yeah, yeah. and and so i was i was like i was sitting there thinking about it and uh, I was like, okay, well, I got to apply for college. So I applied to uh, University of Washington, um, uh, Wazoo, uh, Washington State University. That's over in Eastern Washington. And then mm-hmm. Western Washington University. And that's the one close to the uh, Canadian border, close to Vancouver. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, uh, I, I, I got into all three of them. I got accepted into all three. Um, but I, I chose not to go to UW, even though it's kind of the most prestigious. Um, I was like, I don't want to do that cause it's too close to home. Like if I went to, if I went to UW, I would be living at home. I was like, you I don't want to do that. that. <laughs> nope. Yeah. You were what? 20, 21 years old. Uh, yeah, yeah. 20. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. At that age, I wanted to go away from where I was when I was in high school and stuff. So I, mm-hmm. I totally get that. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, it's a little too close to home. You know, like, I, just, I, I, I don't see myself doing that. So then it came down to, okay, do I want to go to Wazoo or Western? Wazoo is like party central. Um, they're, they got a great... Um, Great vibe if you uh, enjoy the party scene. <laughs> yeah, all right. And, About you know, how looking, far from home? Yeah, uh, six hours. Oh, five and a okay. half, six hours. And so, uh, you know, you know, obviously, it'd be chance to get out there, uh, you know, enjoy, enjoy, you know, the college experience on my own. Um, yeah. And really, that vibe would have fit me pretty well. <laughs> but, but I ended up, I ended up. Like, like critically thinking about it again, maybe the first smart thing I did. And I was like, you know, UW or, uh, 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 was, uh, Western (laughs) took me three tries, but I got there. Western has (laughs) a really good business program. It's, it's actually well, well known. Um, I was like, you know, I should probably go to Western and Western's about, uh, an hour and a half from my, like, like my parents' house. So, um, not too bad. Not too bad. No, no, no. And I ended up driving back and forth uh, a lot on 
on the weekends. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I had a, had a great time doing that. Um, uh, ended up going to Western. Uh, and then the first thing they said when I got to Western is, okay, well, you got accepted into business. You have three paths you can take. Uh, do you want to do management, marketing, or finance? And again, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I had no sense of of what I wanted to do for a career. I know that if I got a degree in business administration, you know, I would I would uh, uh, at I, least be able to make a decision when time comes. I guess. Yeah, it's a degree that yeah. There's a lot of lot of different things you could do with that degree, right? Yeah, a lot of different yeah. ways to make money. So yeah. um, I ended up saying, okay, well, marketing, um, like like if you take a de- if you get a degree in marketing, the first thing you're gonna do um, is do sales. Most most marketing people find themselves in sales right away. And if there's yeah. one thing that I hate more than accounting and CPA work, it's it's that. <laughs> it's mm. that. Um, like cold call sales, uh, selling. Oh man, the, the people that do it that 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 is that is a, a skill I will never have. <laughs> really, calling up businesses, asking, poking and prodding, and trying to get people to buy your products and promoting them. It, not my wheelhouse. No, not it, in my it's wheelhouse. Scary. It's scary, but. I mean, you're you're able to sell yourself as a streamer. You would be able to sell sure. yourself for for a product. I mean, uh, but yeah, I totally understand that. I I did this gig for for a couple of years, but uh, I ended up sales? being in the same position as you. Yeah, oh, yeah. sales. Oh, okay, I, okay. I, I I worked a lot in customer service and yeah, and sales. Oof. That's and, tough work, uh, man. Yeah, that that's mostly why as a streamer I'm really good with a lot of different type of people because yeah. I've mm-hmm. faced a lot of them already sure. as as a as a worker. Mm-hmm. Uh but mostly sales. I actually do, did some door to door for a year. And uh let me tell you on top of being in Canada so winter was actually something door to door is brutal. But when you think oh. about it when, Wintertime? Yeah. But um, like when I think about it today, I would probably not do it again. But God, I'm 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 so grateful about what I've actually learned. Like what did you I, say? I, uh well mostly the same thing as uh you um Verizon. Mostly it's a Verizon comparison. It's Bell Canada. So it's a uh, it's a phone internet T, TV and oh, phone okay. provider. Oh, okay, okay, like a Comcast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh man, you would do and that. They did door to door sales. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wow. They had a program for it. Mm-hmm. I I just came back from uh, British Columbia for a whole summer where I was just cherry picking for the whole summer. And let's be honest, I was just picking cherries to pay for my beer and my weed and that's pretty much <laughs> it like this summer i did yeah. nothing but partying and working the the minimum so yeah. i can pay for yeah. my party <laughs> it, it was it was a blast i had fun but when i came back i it can cherries I kinda, for that party well, lifestyle I, like I, I i don't know what what was in my head but yeah. I, I guess I, I wanted to punish myself for having too much fun for the, the whole three months in the summer so 
yeah, I did some door to door and I learned so many things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Through that. But I, I don't think I would do it again if I knew what I, I, I was going Professional into. Professional cherry picker. Yeah. What, yeah. Do, 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 is there is there a strategy to it? Do you just go down the lines, the, the long, the long, oh my God. There the long are, lines and just pick them or what? What do you do? Yeah, the thing is, you don't want to break your relationship with the guy who has the actual land. So when you mm-hmm. actually, pick, you don't want to break the the trees because the next summer he won't, you won't have you any get cherry, that product. So. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't. What, what's the name? There's a. I don't know the word in English. Delicate. A, Being careful. No, no, no. The um, what actually creates the fruit? Uh, photosynthesis. The buds. I think. It's yeah. Oh, the oh, buds. the buds. Yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I think it's a uh, bud yeah. in English. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. I, I, I'm looking for. <laughs> the buds. I'm they end up. For... They end up flowering and then sprouting and yeah. Sprout. The sprout. Yeah. Yeah. And put forth buds. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, you you you, sh- you had to be careful about that. So mm-hmm. there is actually a really very uh, unique technique for cherries. But once you get it, well, it, it's mostly you get paid for the number of bucket you pick. So yep. you gotta you gotta get fast if you want to have some money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, th- there there were some people who were making enough money in three months for their whole year. And I'm I'm not talking about someone who just lives with like a 12k or 15k. Some people were making like over 30k Canadian dollar, but still 30k in three months in in picking cherries. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. yeah, that's great. That's that's really good in three months. Yeah, if you could do it yeah. year round, that 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 extends to what 120 thousand a year. Yeah, and we we met if you could we met do it full time. Yeah, but it's mostly impossible. Yeah, because, but but the yeah. for the amount of time that's the, it shows you how good the money is, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. we we met some couples who didn't want to have a lot of money. All they want to do they wanted to do is picking cherry for three months, and they were traveling the rest of the year in <laughs> che- in cheaper countries. <laughs> yeah, go big like and go five. spend it. Yeah, exactly. Dude. They were doing this for five or six years, and they were living the life. Sure, like if. If you like to travel, just just do this. But you gotta be good enough to to pick cherries. And after after years of doing it, they they were pretty good. I don't know how people do that. I'll be honest. Uh, every time I go on vacation, I come back oh like a week, two weeks later, whatever it is. Usually like a week. Yeah. Come back a week later, and I'm like, man, I spent so much money. I'm so broke now. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, I, if I, I spent thirty thousand dollars. Like, like, where would I stay? What, what would I eat? What, what would be my, my food set up? Like, yeah. am I eating out? And then you're spending even more if you do that? Like, I don't yeah. know how you pull that off. Good on them, though. Yeah, I, I, there, there's, there's a way to live like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just got to learn how to do it and how to, to get your way around, how to know where yeah. to go where, when you are at some specific yeah. place like this and you also probably like to accept the fact that you're not going to live a luxury uh, life um but at the same time oh yeah you you, yeah you can't be going big yeah no but at the same time like for example if you go in asia like vietnam uh life is so cheap compared to ours uh you know i have a girlfriend she she lived there for she she went 
into Asia for six months with 10k and she she came back with she, she came back with um, some money that she could still spend and uh, she didn't she didn't spend 10k <clears throat> and she she traveled Did she spent like she, what five six seven well uh, a little under 10k but she she didn't okay. like but she she was able to make it work yeah yeah exactly in six months i mean that's that good. Means that, <sighs> that's crazy yeah exactly but it's but it because works. it's most of the places she 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 knew how to get around and know where to buy some some cheaper stuff but still quality stuff and part of it part of it has to be the destination right you yeah. can't you can't yeah, you exactly. can't go to Hawaii on 30,000 and no make it work no, unless you're you're getting a a tent on the beach and you're exactly. eating at the grocery store <laughs> and, and you can go at the same yeah. place you can let's take Vietnam for example yeah. you can go to Vietnam and spend 10 times this amount just because well you're going to pay yourself some hotel and you're going to go yeah. to touristic stuff and stuff yeah. like this but that you just need to 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 learn where 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 to cross the line and where to actually like learn how they live and not how a tourist would live right yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's uh man that's its own that, mm -hmm. that that's so far different from how i've ever lived I mean, and I, I've known people that do that. I knew a guy that just quit working. He's like, I'm going to travel. Don't really know what I'm going to do. He had picked up some random odd jobs doing like, like videography type work, editing work, and, uh, you know, did enough to make ends meet. But he was like traveling, traveling the world, spent time in India, spent time in uh, Japan, China, mm -hmm. like everywhere, everywhere. And it would be right. like, oh, here's the late, here's the latest post. You know, he's traveling the world. You know, here's a his and latest vlog. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he, he did enough to make it work, and it's just like, that's no, wow. <laughs> the people that yeah, do well, that, good on them, good on them. This yeah, just if you like it, that's good. One of the hardest thing that I, I had to admit myself is I don't, I don't enjoy traveling that much sometimes yeah but <laughs> no, I, I know i'm, I'm so way. i'm like, so ah, comfortable at ah. home but it, it was so cool when i was younger to say that you like travel i was like maybe i'm just weird and I, i'm the only one who doesn't like it but I, the day that i actually told myself you know what maybe you just don't like traveling and it's okay no you know, like, what, you know what changes that is, is having having like a steady job yeah because you need you need that time to unplug and it, it, yeah. going on vacation, it, it really, really, really helps with that. You know, when you can finally put the laptop down, not answer work emails, put your phone on silent for five, six days. It's it's truly magical. There's something special about that. It doesn't yeah. even really matter where you go. For me, for me, it's going to Nashville, you, you know, eating spicy chicken and going to you know, show after show after show. Um, and that's what really makes it for me. But, but, uh, in, in, in terms of, uh, like vacationing, I'm, I'm in the same boat you are, man. Like usually about four or five days in, I'm like, I just want to go home. I want to sleep in my own bed. I want to take yeah. one or two more days off of work. And I'm going to go back to my grind. Like, yeah. like I, I, I love that moment when I finally, get home from vacation and jump into my own bed. 
Yeah. And I don't and even care the, what, what time it is. <laughs> like, I don't care if it's noon when I get home, 10 o'clock, <laughs> 4 o'clock in the morning. I, the first thing I'm going to do when I get home from vacation, pop open that door, drop my stuff down, and go jump in bed and get a quality night's sleep. Ah, uh, yeah. And the first shower, too. And Oh, oh the home shower is so yeah. good. I mean, yes. I'm not... I'm not extremely tall. I'm six foot three, but you're let extremely me tall. Tell you that no, I'm not. From no, a guy I'm... that's like like five nine, <laughs> five eight, five nine. Like yeah, you're extremely tall. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's you're way closer to the average than I am. But that's yeah. all. But let me tell you, the <laughs> freaking showers all around the world is made for midgets. I'm pretty sure you too can say that sometimes they're just like i can deal with tables and counters being too too low but if my head sure. doesn't get wet except if i bend my knees it's <laughs> it's awkward i'm telling you it's freaking awkward it's so frustrating yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't have that problem you're right no uh, in terms of size i'm a little bit closer to the mean cuz I, th- I the average is like the average is like 510 I, I, I sure? think I think it's about five ten. Yeah, so, I mean I'm telling you, it's 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 lower than I always. I always thought it was like five ten, but I'm pretty sure it's maybe, lower than maybe that. it's even five nine. Yeah, maybe that's the average. So I'm uh, yeah I'm a little on the low side, and I'm I'm really not not it's not that bad, but yeah, I'm a little on the low side. Of course not. Yeah. So, um, anyways, kind of getting back to what we were talking about, though. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. I still like like even graduating. I uh, ended up going to to Western for finance, and man, I could I could uh, I could uh, I could talk about <laughs> I could talk about the parties, the fun times I had up there. It, it was really the time of my life. But um, uh, to 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 start to bring your question to a closure, and and how I found myself in in the career that that uh i i i have now um ended up graduate i i chose finance to me the the choice was between marketing and finance and mm-hmm. um i was like well i'm good with numbers like i know math pretty well i know it better than most people wait um, wait 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 before we get too too far from this yeah why, yeah, not, yeah. why not management well uh, yeah and i was just going to say that it it really became it was a a toin uh, a toin cost. <laughs> a toin cost. All it's right. A toin yeah, cost. I know these. A toin cost. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, a toin yeah, so, cost. Uh, <laughs> it was a coin very, toss. I it was very really costly those toin <laughs> those toin costs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> very very costly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I really I really didn't know. I, I didn't know. I, I I went back and forth on it for a long time, um, but ultimately I decided to to go with finance simply because it leaned into my strengths a little bit more. Um, believe it or not, at the time, my my biggest weakness in my career was public speaking. <laughs> Which really? it's a, oh oh for sure for sure. Five sure, Marley. Five sure. That much? Oh my! Okay. Yeah. No, okay. Big Serious time. business. Big time. I, I I never had a problem talking to my friends. Never had a problem like 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 you know meeting new people, chatting people. You know all that. Fine. I could do that. 
my biggest problem was public speaking when I had to go in front of groups of, of peers, like, like coworkers and managers and speak, or even, uh, I, even in college, I kind of struggled with it, you know, uh, uh, presentations, you know, classes where, uh, classes where I had to, to, you know, present like findings or projects or whatever, man, yeah. I struggled with the public speaking side of that five. Sure. So surprising. I like, no, I, I know it. Well, well, it'll, it, it'll, it'll all make sense. Um, so, so I, I was like, well, I'm good with numbers. Like I've, I had, I just don't have any experience managing people. So I, I think long-term management definitely has its advantages but you know you can make a good career in finance i like the stock market and all that so i i went with finance got the degree uh, uh bachelor of finance um and when i was going to college that's when the the housing bubble burst the economy absolutely tanked and i graduated and uh still didn't know what i wanted to do um but i had to do something right because i graduated college i have a degree now and so yeah. We're talking about uh, 2007, right? Uh, this was 09. 09. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right after the, the crash. Yeah, yeah. I graduated and, and professors were like, look, usually we'd have jobs for you. We'd have leads. And they're like, uh, we've never experienced this before, but there's nothing we can really do to help you guys. Like, okay. you're kind of off on your own now. So one of the first jobs I got afterwards uh, ended up stocking stocking some goods for a company for a while, beer and wine and stuff. Um, and I set the record for um, working the most amount of time without ever breaking one piece of product, um, which is kind of crazy. But uh, Really? Yeah, yeah. It, I worked for a, a distributing company. So we go... It's hard not to break stuff? Yeah. Or are you... Okay. Yeah, because you got to move... You got to move... You, you know, they, they get they get beer and wine by the pallet into these grocery stores, okay. and into these, you know, Safeways, Rite Aids, all these different businesses. And your job is to put it on the shelf as fast as possible. You got your, your route, right? You got your stores that you hit up the same routine, right? You go here, go here, go here, go here, go here, go home, right? And your job yep. is to fly through it all. Because you only have a set amount of time that you can do it for. They, you know, these stores don't let you do it all day, right? Yeah. These companies buy shelf space from Safeway, from the gas stations, from wherever. It's your job to fill that space. They don't say, hey, you can go ahead at any hour of the day and go stock. You have a set schedule, a set time frame that you can go in and do it from. So it's yeah. your job to... to Get as much stuff from that pallet into that store as possible. So people, you know, you're throwing stuff. You're you're taking goods out. You're you're loading up and 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 throwing it on the shelf. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a fast paced environment. But I, I set the record for. I, I worked there for like four and a half months and didn't break anything. Zero wow. zero product loss. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't good at it. I could just, yeah. I didn't, I, I was fast enough to get it done. I was even a little bit on the slower side, but the difference was I cost the company zero dollars the entire time I worked there. 
Yeah, well, actually, in my book, it's it's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, well, whatever. thank you. Yeah, but uh, anyways, yeah, yeah, we took we took a, a quick little break there, um, but uh, just to kind of close this conversation out because I don't want it to I don't I don't want my history to be the uh, the bulk of the uh, uh, the 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 content here. Uh, well, why not? Why not? I mean, I mean. We we haven't been friends for dozens of years. That's but true. Okay. Oh, okay. We, okay. We can continue it. I just I mean I, I just didn't want it to. I don't know. I feel as an in and as in even if I'm invited, I feel like uh, I I probably I'm probably one of the one of the good ones that you can actually talk more about yourself than actually talking about being invited. So uh, it, it's true. It's true. Go forward, man. All right. All right. Well. Well, thank you. I, I I appreciate that, but honestly, you know, you know, part of me is I don't like the spotlight on myself. <laughs> oh my God, as much Lord. streaming as I do, I, I really don't like the spotlight on myself. So, um, anyways, um, so so after college, there were like no jobs, right? And yeah. uh, I, I I was like trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, right? I had gone from literally middle school. Well, yeah, really middle school, uh, junior high school onwards, basically from age 12 to 21, 22, I, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. Every time someone asked me, I was like, yeah, that seems okay, but it, it didn't really, it, it didn't satisfy me is what it was. It, all these jobs seemed like, yeah, I could make money doing that and it seems cool. But it's like, is that something I would do long term? And and the jobs that I would want to have, right? Because like, it's scary. Uh, yeah, and music music always really really excited me. Like like I said a few times, I could see myself like working for a radio station, and I was like, I don't know if there's there, there's just not enough money in that. You gotta uh, work uh, or also hours. be the best guitar player ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you listen to that podcast, you're gonna be like, "Ooh, ooh, you made the right call moving away from that." <laughs> <laughs> well, that might be the reason why your bass is not a guitarist anymore. <laughs> well, well, that that's why I moved to bass, right? I that's why I moved to bass instead of guitar. Yeah, uh, yeah. let's be let's be honest with each other. Bass is by far better than guitar. Guitar is show off, but bass is the base of everything. Like That's you, right. it's, I mean, they, they call it, they call it, you know, it's the adult guitar. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, you, you get, you get the thicker strings, that deep, deep sound to it. Oh, I love playing bass. I love both. I love both, man. I, when I plug in the bass though, oh God, I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I uh, didn't break anything in the move down to Nashville. Cause I got, I got my entire rig down here. I have a, uh, a, a big TV. It's like a 65 inch TV, but it's like super, super thin. It's like maybe a third of an inch thick. It's like like one of the thinnest TVs you can get. Super thin. It, it, I could pick the whole TV up myself. Move wow. that down here without breaking it. Not only you're showing off with your TV, you're also showing off with your muscles. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got I got a really bum shoulder. I I, I I'm not. I can't. I. I can carry some pretty good weight, but man, my shoulder really, really limits what I can do. 
Really? Because of oh, an it injury? Comes out of, or... It comes out of the socket all the time. Oh, 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 nice. My God, are we two two of the same person? Uh, me too. Like I can just wake up the wrong way and my oh, yeah. my story pops out. Yeah, I've had that happen too. And, and and being in bed when it comes out, it's the worst. It's mm. it's the worst because you the easiest thing you do to get it back in the socket is to relax it and 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 slowly start to work it back, right? Yeah. And 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 you you can't you can't let it dangle if you're sitting down, if you're laying down. Yeah. So so getting up to that standing up position is it's brutal. It's the worst, it's the worst feeling. And I need it- extremely painful oh it's extremely painful and when you're sleeping and you wake up and it's out of the socket it's oh dude (laughs) dude it's the worst pain (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny that you have that exact same problem yeah what what happened to yours what happened to your shoulder nothing the the first time it happened i was just about to ask a question when i was in high school i just put my arms up and it just dropped oh it was the first time no so way, even, dude. Even only the first time, it was a weird moment. And like it happened once while I was playing hockey, but it was like the fourth or five time. And now <sighs> now that now that I'm 30, it happened like what 30 times in my life. Yeah. I'm 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 literally at about that same number now. Yeah. 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 The only good part of happening more and more time is just it's less and less painful every time it happens. Oh, well, that's that's not good. That, that's act. I, I I agree. It gets less painful the more it happens. That's yeah. bad though. That's also a bad sign. I um, know because the less it, it's painful, the more it, it's prone to happen again. Well, like you I, know, well, yeah. It's less painful because you have less tendons holding it in place. Exactly. You're, you're not ripping as many tendons when it when it comes out of the socket. And, and, but it also makes it harder to to put it back in. And yeah. and if if you continue down that road, um, th- this is this is what my surgeon told me. He said, the more you let that happen, the the going in and out of the socket, the uh, eventually you're gonna a, a day is gonna come when it comes out of socket, and it it just won't go back in. There, there's not gonna be enough tendon to pull it back into place. Really? Oh my god, that's scary. Well, you know when you when you do that when it comes out of the socket, you're pulling tendons. But it's it's the the remaining part of the tendons that pulls it, that sucks it back up. You know, you get that moment where it kind of goes zoomp and goes back into place. Yeah. The more you tear that, the less and less and less you have left. And it's gonna get to the point where there's nothing to put it zoomp back into place. Oh my god. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. There's no hope for us. No. Have you have you had uh, have you had it worked on? No, no. Hey, you've never seen a doctor about it. No. Why? Because uh, I hate doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat, man. But but isn't most of isn't it isn't it covered? I I mean I could be wrong. I, I oh, it's I, not it's not a matter of coverage. It's just I I hate I hate doing that. Long long term, man, it would be so worth it. Yeah, Trust me. well, Trust now me. that you said that it might never come back one day, I, I, I guess, I guess it kind of rings a bell of uh, a Marley. Just wake up, just go see someone about it, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it sucks. Uh, not being able to play sports 
I can't throw a football anymore. No. Um, uh, I'm happy it's my left arm, though. Yeah, it's my left arm, too. <laughs> but I'm left-handed. <laughs> yeah, you're left-handed. That's left. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm right-handed. Yeah, we're too, we're too similar, Marley. We're too similar. You're my well, brother from that's... another country. Yeah, I guess that's why we get along. Yeah, I, that, I know. Yeah, yo, bad shoulder gang. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Oh. Lay, raise your healthy shoulder if you got a bad one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But mine but yeah. mine stems from an actual an actual injury. Really? So my shoulder was totally fine growing up. Yeah, oh yeah. No, I, I, I used to play baseball, softball, uh and, and never had an issue with it. I had a good strong arm. Um but what and that was what I was known for was was having a good arm. Uh, not anymore. Nope, not anymore. Uh, oh. But what happened was I was playing flag football with some friends. Um, I think it was, yeah, it was it was during it was during college. It was during college um, when I was up at Western. Um, I ended up coming back home for the weekend and hanging out with some friends. Um, and we were playing flag football, and uh, I went out. Uh, to catch a football, like someone threw it into the end zone, right? Yeah. Playing wide receiver. And, you know, no no pads you. or anything. You, wide receiver. It, just, it was just us friends. <laughs> it was just, uh, okay. By the way, by the way, if there was one thing I excelled at, it was playing wide receiver. Really? Because I was a little I guy. Mean, I was pretty fast. And and my biggest thing that I had, I was like uh, I was like Chris Carter. I had, I, I would never drop. The ball. I would if, if the ball landed in my hands, I was catching it. Okay. That, that maybe, was the one thing I had going for me. Oh, I was so good at flag football. And playing right. QB, I had a big arm. Not accurate, but I could I could chuck it deep. And okay. and you know, every once in a while you'd you'd make the big play, like you'd throw it, you know, like like 30 yards, 40 yards, like the big one. You'd see it go up and you'd be watching it and watching it every once in a while. It would land perfectly in somebody's hands and just be like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be so good. But what happened was I was playing wide receiver and I dove to catch the ball. My buddy, that's like, you know, six, two, six, three, probably, I don't know, two, I don't know, two twenty. Uh, uh, he got tripped big up. Guy. Yeah. Big, bigger guy. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I dove. So I'm I'm diving out and my hands are extended. So if you extend your arms. You know, you're you're already putting some strain on your shoulders, right? Like if you yeah, yeah, yeah. reach out, like you're gonna touch your computer monitor. I was kind of like that, but feet down, dove for the ball. He trips over my arm, and his butt. He he fell butt first, so like feet out, butt first, onto where the shoulder meets the uh, uh, arm. So right on the socket there, and it just tore absolutely everything. Oh my God! Yeah, you, you, okay. Yeah. Like the impact was on the I shoulder. Mean, he, he, yeah, his it was it was shoulder to butt contact. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can laugh about it, but yeah, the that's, STB that's contact—that's what happened. Shoulder to butt, uh, and it just it tore everything. It tore hmm. everything, and then from then on, um, what would happen was you know the body would try to heal itself. You'd start to get some healing, and then you know you would reach out, or someone would bump you, or you'd be playing flag football and get hit a little bit, 
it'd come yeah. out again and it, it would just get it would tear up all of that healing yeah and so i got surgery on it uh i saw a really good specialist and they said hey your body's trying to heal but there's just too much damaged tissue and too much scar tissue interfering with that that healing uh in the socket so what they did was they went in and grinded out the the inside tissue of the the shoulder in the socket and then put some some rope in there to tie it in um and it it worked for a long time um but what had happened was i had it had come out of the socket so much that i had worn down and i ended up getting an uh an x-ray to confirm it but what happened was uh, you, you think of your your shoulder as like a upside down letter U, right? You know the letter U. Take yeah. that and turn it upside down. That's basically what your shoulders like, right? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then and then if you make a fist with your other hand, it kind of fits into that upside down U. Well, what had happened is I had my my shoulder had come out of the socket so many times that it wore down that bone in the shoulder. So instead of being a upside down letter U, it was more like an upside down letter L. Oh, so yeah. there wasn't that cup keeping the shoulder in the socket anymore. It's more yeah. it's more like a upside down L. So it, it the the shoulder slides out, and that's the problem I'm facing today. And hey, so. Did, did- did it bring like some uh, back pain or posture problem and stuff like this, or uh, not some really? some minor posture problems? But I mean, having worked in an office environment for a bunch of years, it's it's kind of screwed up anyway. So it's not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm I'm used yeah. to it. <laughs> it's not the end yeah. of the world. Um, but the bigger issue is now there's nothing really to stop it from sliding out. We solved the problem of it kind of like pulling out, but it's still prone to, to sliding out now. So uh, I talked to him. I need to get another surgery. They need to implant some bone into the shoulder. You know, they, I don't, I don't know where they take it. Maybe like a rib or leg or something. I don't know. I don't know. But they implant bone back into that shoulder to recreate that, that U shape, that socket shape, right? Yeah. With one piece of bone, you can kind of recreate that shape again. So that's that's the problem I'm facing. <laughs> okay. Ho- hopefully my my case is not that bad, but uh yeah, yeah, you may you may be right. I should go check someone out for that. Yeah, cuz I I mean I I would if if I were you because long term, like you said, your your shoulder's coming out of the socket time and time again. Yeah. It gets easier and I I've, I've gone through it too. It gets easier and easier, but it's it's also a sign that there's less pulling it back into place. <laughs> Yeah. Um, wait. So career-wise, career-wise, yeah, we never really answered that, did we? <laughs> yeah, we, we never talk about your actual job. It's a, that, dude, that, that's what this show is about. It's, yeah. it's all about tangents. It's about <laughs> the back and forth, man. Like, like when Zam was on the cast, he's like, "Oh, do we have?" He's like, "Do we have an outline? What, what, what do we need to talk about? Do we have bits, segments? Do we have uh, amount of uh, a certain time we're trying to fit into?" I was like, "Nah, we're not doing that." Yeah, when I was I, I was talking about it, uh, about being invited to uh, to the girlfriend, and she said, "Well, what are you guys ta- going to talk about?" And I said, "He didn't tell me, but you know what? That's not a problem. It's Halo and me." Yeah, yeah that's right. I mean, yeah, we're, 
we we could chat for like uh straight six hours and pretty oh, much oh for sure dude yeah and i agree no pretty you, much you... like someone would ask me after that well what do you guys talked about i'm like uh, you know what i i don't i don't know everything but nothing at the same time which is perfect yeah yeah and and uh so so uh, yeah and i kind of structured it that way kind of following um the format of like the nerdist podcast or uh uh like joe rogan or you know a, a lot of those podcasts where it's more uh organic style interviews it it really you you get to connect with people on a much more personal level um in yeah. the conversation is free flowing but having a little bit of of you know we've known each other for a while obviously over the internet but we still know each other right um yeah having having that history it really makes conversation even that much easier but going into this i was like you know we'll probably find 45 minutes of of content that was my like idea in my dumb little head going into this i was like maybe like an hour or so for like a, a just a regular guest yeah me and zam talked for two hours and 45 minutes on stream we hit stop recording and we talked for another three off stream god <laughs> yeah we literally yeah. talked for five and a half hours like legitimately <laughs> i'm not even making that up we talked forever. I was fine with it. Like, like it wasn't like, oh, I got to sit here and keep talking. I was yeah. like, yeah, let's just, let, let, you know, we we talked yeah, about know. some audio stuff and just life in general. He, he's Canadian too, by the way. So we kind of talked about that off stream. Really? It was just everything. Oh yeah, we we went. We talked about everything. We're talking about Todd. Todd, yeah, Zella Sam, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't even know what's one. the backstory be behind Todd, but I, I'm I'm going with it, like without even asking a question. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. What you 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 you've seen Todd? I mean, he's been around. Yeah, of course, of course, we know each other. We we didn't we didn't chat together, but mm, he, yeah, yeah, we we exchange few few messages in your chat, mm -hmm. and he, he's a good dude. Oh, he's a great dude. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys both are, but. Uh, yeah, uh, I you know I again like just not not knowing the person and having that history, right? Not yeah. knowing him for seven eight months like we do. Um, I thought like okay maybe like forty five minutes is gonna be like the length of this thing. No, we literally talked five and a half hours, and the only the only reason why we didn't keep going was because it was like. <laughs> like two o'clock in the morning <laughs> it was like at some point we just got to cut this thing we weren't even recording like we i made it clear and he we both knew like hey okay we're we're done recording now like how'd it go and da 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 da, da. and we did the conversation just kept going kept going yeah and then i was like okay well you know todd had said like hey i'd done podcasts before so i was like okay well you know maybe it was like him just really used to going back and forth and kind of developing that conversation no i shat i i i shat <laughs> if you would never if you I didn't shat, i shat it. myself that's yeah. what happened <laughs> wow what no break no break with todd only shat oh man no i i didn't i didn't chat i didn't chat no 
<laughs> I, 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 thought, I thought like, okay, maybe, maybe the conversation with him was, you know, I was like, okay, he's used to it, right? He's used to having that back and forth dialogue. But then I sat down yeah. with Shadows and the, the conversation was even longer. Really? We talked, the recording alone was three and a half hours. <laughs> the conversation, the, the recorded conversation was three and a half hours. And okay, we only talked for like two minutes afterwards because we're both like, okay, that was a great recording. Uh, we both got to go pee. Bye. <laughs> and we left. <laughs> Yeah, obviously it's not gonna happen every time, and good thing because yeah. you cannot you cannot do a six hours conversation every time. Oh you no! Do oh a no! Podcast. No! No! But but my it's my not- expectation was so far off of it. <laughs> well, it, it's actually give yourself some credits. Uh, I mean, people wouldn't be chatting with you if you weren't interesting yourself either. So, oh well, yeah. I thank you. I I guess. I mean, that's that's very nice See? of you. I'm putting yourself into the spotlight. Yeah, again. I know, I know you are. <laughs> I'm, Damn sorry, Marley, I'm sorry. Spotlight back on you, not on me. I can't handle it. I'm not a good public speaker. Oh, you sh- you should learn to be, man. Oh, if you want to be on the I internet, just, I just I shat myself again. That's what I do. <laughs> a classic shat. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Have you ever done that? Have you ever have you ever uh, done that at an unexpected time? Uh, not since I'm older than what, probably four or five years old. It never happened to me. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not counting like, like as a, I meant like, like a dude in your, your, you know, teens, your twenties, yeah, your thirties. Yeah. No, like considering it's too oh, late for you man. to shit yourself. Yeah. No, it never <laughs> happened. Yeah. And I'm glad it never happened. <laughs> I did some, I, well, it happened. A lot of things happened in life, but this was not in my to-do list. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll be honest. I did that once. I was, uh, I was, uh, I don't know what I ate. I don't know what happened. Maybe something didn't sit really well, but I like got in my car. I I had been working for CBRE for like six months at this point. It's like seven 30 in the morning. Oh my. And I started driving into the office and it hit me. It hit me. And I thought everything was fine. I thought I was good to go. <laughs> I got pretty close to the office. And and you kind of have that moment where you're like, what is, what is that odor? What am I smelling right now? And I just, oh, I got no. that. I was like, nope, nope. And I just wheeled it around. <laughs> and I was like, I got to call in sick. Like, I'm not going to show serious? up late. Like at that point, like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, not going to tell my boss. Like, hey, this is what this is what happened. So, oh my! I was God. like, I'm just. I, I was like, no, I you, opened up my phone. I was only like two minutes away, five minutes away from the office, and I just I fired off an email. Hey, I'm not feeling good. Got to go home. <laughs> of course, you're not feeling good. You shat yourself. <laughs> you feel terrible about yourself. I'm pretty sure. Well, here's the thing. Oh it's like, I, it's like, do I tell my boss, look, I can't, I, I need to come in like three hours late. No, no, I can't do that. Cause she's going to ask why. And I don't have like, like, I don't have a reason to like, I don't want, I don't want to tell my boss that, Hey, I, <laughs> I just shat myself in my car. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it depends on the relation, but you can use no, this. I love once, my boss. She was, she was my favorite boss. She was my favorite boss. 
but you can use this these kind of excuse once in a life. It's it's funny once. That's it. <laughs> the next time you're 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 very weird. <laughs> very weird. <laughs> I, I oh just I God. just went <laughs> yeah. I I guess I guess maybe. I mean she would she would be the one that would be like, what the hell? Okay, fine, take the day off. <laughs> she would be the one to, to uh, be understanding of that, but uh, I, I just, yeah. I'll be honest, I, I got cold feet about it. I didn't, I didn't want to, I, it's fine. But believe it or not, believe it or not, in my professional life, I, I conduct myself pretty professionally and maybe at times too much, too professional. <laughs> like, 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 you know, I've had bosses and coworkers that, that are more down with being real extroverted and and super friendly and all this uh, at work i'm not that guy that's not me in the really? office it's a it's it's a it's a different professor halo experience for sure yeah yeah i'm, really? I'm much more buttoned buttoned up i mean even i mean we're talking about professionalism i mean even as a streamer well I don't want to say that you're you're now known for that because it's it's not good. But you doxed yourself so many times. <laughs> I man. know I have. You gotta stop it. Nah, it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's, I, what's Ninja's name right now? Huh? What's Ninja's name? I don't know. Tyler Bobbins. Well, I, I don't know because I, I I know nothing about this guy, but I, I'm pretty like, sure. Everybody like people knows. know the names of of big streamers, right? It's it's not the end of the world. Dude, I'm talking about this because it's not in your VODs anymore, but we've seen your credit card number. No way. Y you <laughs> bought you bought a game on Steam and you showed your credit card number. Okay, that's too much. That's yeah, too much. Yeah, I know it's too much, but a lot, like I don't know your community is pretty awesome. Nobody cared. Nobody said anything. I was like I I chat with Panda. I'm going to I'm going to please Panda for a moment. I'm going to talk about him. Mm -hmm. I was chatting with Panda. He's like, "My god, he just ducks himself. He just ducks himself with his credit card." He said, "Yeah, it's pretty much his thing lately. He ducks himself like on a regular basis." I'm like, "What? Yeah. What's <laughs> happening?" Yeah, that's true. That's a little true. <laughs> for the most part it's okay people i mean people know streamers names i'm okay with that okay credit card information yeah yeah i might i might i might that might have happened and, uh, yeah but, but you uh, would yeah, yeah, yeah. you would already know if someone would be malicious and take this these information yeah. and i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. again i'm saying this it's not in your vods anymore i know it's not so <laughs> that's why i'm talking about it He's like, I've been I'm searching. Like, I've been searching your VODs for that credit card information. Oh. It's not there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I no, wanted to talk no. about this. But yeah, speaking You're right. Of Panda, I, I have I, done that before. You're not wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, I live and learn. That's all. Live and but learn. Yeah, it, it's I'm going to talk about Panda one last time. Panda's Go ahead. One, one tiny sad. panda, by the way. Yeah, uh, we're talking about panda. one tiny panda. Uh, uh, he's actually another... Uh, a Twitch streamer, another content creator, but yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. Just just in case you didn't know who he is, uh, you've been missing out if you haven't caught any of his content. Yeah, uh, well, actually, it's fun to see him enjoying streaming again mm -hmm. on more of a regular basis lately. Mm -hmm. Not that much, but uh, I mean, when yeah, you compare it to once every, he was doing it like once every six months. Now yeah. it's like 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 once every 
once a week, once every couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah it's picking like up. That. You're right. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. But yeah, he's got to be pretty sad about our our podcast right now because he was expecting us like exchanging um not challenges, but how do you say this? Like he was he, he thought I, we would be like um challenging <laughs> ourselves and stuff and be like on the edge and stuff and we're we're probably too chill for him right now. So I'm oh, sorry. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Panda. I'm sorry we let you down. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same vibe as when we were t uh, we were playing Fall Guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. No, I love it. I love it when we play Fall Guys. Yeah, those that, are the times. When we when we game like that, the the whole point is is for the the friendly competition, the back and yeah. forth. Of course, yeah, Fall Guys being like one of the best too. Yeah. Oh, and it's so good for that, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just. It's it's you, your buddy, and you're just you're just you're just going for that finish line, going for that dub. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we, were were we streaming when you caught one? You you got a dub. Like, uh, like yeah. Were we were we both live when you got that dub? Were we both? I don't know. No, no. Uh, my first two victory were both on your stream. I was not streaming. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, it was the same oh, evening, like not even an hour apart. I got. I guess I got. I was lucky. That's what it was. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was streaming. You. You weren't. But no. Then you got two. Yeah. And I got to yeah, catch it was, up. It was a really year. So you know. You know what my problem is when we play Fall Guys. What? It takes me about thirty minutes to get warmed up to learn the map, to like like figure out. Okay, what's going on with the map? You know, kind of get back into the swing of it, but but I fire it back up, and they add new things to it, man. I'm like, oh, this is the way you you know you you hug this left wall and you go up here. No, 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 they changed it. There's stuff flying yeah. at you. There's 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 fruit flying all over the map now, or random things that are gonna knock you back that weren't there before. They throw yeah. new stuff into the maps, and then and then you get the new maps. You get the new maps, and you're like, I have no idea what. And and yeah. and by the time you figure it out, it's like, you know, a couple hours in. By the time you take some breaks and talk with everyone, you know, because you're not like, you don't rattle off games and fall guys, right? You do a couple matches, say what's up. Maybe you do a little stream raiders, and and you know, it kind of cuts up the flow. And so, uh, by the time I'm really starting to feel good about it, it's like, well, okay, time to go. <laughs> I'll play yeah, again in like three, four months. Yeah, that's pretty much the, the story of all guys. I haven't yeah. touched it in, in months. I, I kind of lost the interest, but when it was hot, the game was so nice to play together. It's it's still it's still it's one of my favorite games to play. Uh like when I do like longer longer streams. I'm doing like a like a eight hour, ten hour, yeah. twelve hour, twenty-four. Like that's that's my go-to, right? Uh mm -hmm. before I left uh for Nashville, one of the last games I played was was fall guys just because it's so good just for kind of chilling you know you kind of play along with it you chat with people um but yeah it's a lot of fun i've never been that big into it uh i think i've maybe put i don't know 10 hours total uh maybe i don't know oh can i can i see on steam yeah steam, you steam tells see, you your hours right yeah Let, let's see here let's see here so if i go to fall guys the number of hours i've put in well, I, I 26, mostly, 26. 
I mostly played it when I was between marathons. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, right, right. Because you once you get into a marathon, you uh, yeah, you bang it out. It's, it's game after game after game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like because it's now my my signature move. I feel like people when they want to they 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 come in my channel and they want to come back. They don't they don't want to have some pause. I, I and and me too. As a gamer, like not only as a streamer, but yeah. as a gamer, yeah, because yeah. now I'm used to this, I, I, I put myself in the mood, like deep into it, sometimes maybe too deep into it. And I want to like go through all the series. And uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, it's fun. It's fun. Like you, you get to know different communities through Twitch. Mm -hmm. This is this is the most. Oh, for sure. Something. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's it's right. it's a weird thing when you switch games, like like when you go from from playing one game to another. You, initially, you take that that blow to viewership, but you pick people up along the way. People that haven't seen you before, people that want to yeah. see someone new to a game, they come and then they grab on and they they gravitate, and then they're a part of your community now. And, exactly. and a, a certain percentage of those people will come back. Regardless yeah. of what game you're playing, because they they they're not there for the game; they're there for the content at that point. Exactly. And and exactly. and that's that's the growth that you get is from the the select number that that found your channel because of the game, but liked it because of the content. And yeah. that that translates from game because to game. To game. Yeah. A lot of people that goes into a specific mm -hmm. category. Uh, sure. and, and comes in my channel it's mostly because they want to see a first playthrough of someone but they've seen multiple of them like you see they, they've seen other streamers doing the same thing like doing a for example Morrowind game a playthrough but because me how I played it oh no that was me for others, a while before I started streaming that was me yeah yeah oh you mean as, as a viewer as a viewer that's how I found okay. uh, beer can I I had streamed Subnautica and had been watching random people stream their first playthrough of Subnautica. And that's how I, yeah. I found her channel. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And I it was like late at people... night. There was only a few people streaming it. Found her channel. And yeah, we'd been friends ever since. Yeah. That's exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. People do that for sure. Mm -hmm. So, so. The only thing I can do differently is being me and playing the game my way yep. instead of just other other people's way. And that's 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 where I, I put my money in. Yep. Money on. So so uh uh I, I've been thinking about a new bit for the channel. Uh, a new new segment, a new uh type of uh stream. And I, right. I I'd thrown it out there, I'd asked chat, I didn't get too much of a response it was it was really late at night you know a few people responded but but what i want to do <laughs> and i just I, I i you can tell me if it's totally wrong let me let just just let me know your 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 thoughts on it sure i'm prepared you know, I'm pre prepared to take the harsh criticism so yeah well you, you know me usually i don't sugarcoat anything so. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah you're like yeah yeah that's the yeah you you, you You'll 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 tell it how it is for sure. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I want to do. Oh, okay. So you've you've seen speedrunners, right? People that play a game as as quickly as possible, 
and and I, they they put up the overlay with the split saying, "Oh, uh, here's the time for this boss. Here's the time for this boss." Da, 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 right? You've seen that. It, we're we're talking about our history as a viewer. I started watching Twitch uh, because of speedrunners, uh, because oh. specifically of Mario sixty four speedrunners. No way. Yeah, yeah. Speedrun. Your, your, your initial my... viewing on Twitch was yeah. Mario speed Mario sixty four speedrunners. Yeah, Whoa, specifically, I didn't specifically, know that. Yeah, I started watching Buka. Uh, I when I found this guy, uh, right, right, Dean Buka. It's uh, B E U C A. Uh, he's a partner. He's uh, but okay. it, now now he's him. now he's doing more uh, other Mario games. Maker? I he he was doing some uh, Super Mario Maker too, but now he's uh, speed running uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time as well. But oh. yeah, uh, you you know Raiden, Raiden yeah. being uh, yeah, yeah, my of course, of course, child. yeah, everyone knows Raiden. <laughs> He's my childhood friend, and uh, he right. he introduced me to Buka, and I I just fell in love with Twitch eventually, but mostly with uh, M sixty four speedruns. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So one thing, one thing that I've never understood, I've, I've never really. I, I've never dove that deep into speedruns. I don't know what it is. I've I've just never, never found that. Okay, okay. And by the way, one thing that that I don't like about speedruns is a good chunk of them they they use like glitches and stuff to to bypass parts of the game. Like, oh, I yep. beat the game in ten minutes, but you know, if I go to this certain area and I quit out or I I, I hit this combination of buttons, I can pass through this wall and skip right to the last boss five minutes in and we beat him. That's the fastest way. Like, um, yeah. they start doing the glitches. It, it, I don't know. No, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. And then that's the reason why my favorite runs are the one, 120 stars in M64. Like because no glitches? I, You're they, right, just straight up. Well, there yeah. are glitches, but still, oh, okay, they, okay. they still do all the stars so it's still m way more than only 10 minutes because i agree Ryan. with you those those runs are pretty boring because yeah. once you've seen one you, you don't want to see tens of them right I, I i like runs that usually uh last for yeah. uh between one and three hours right 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 and uh yeah yeah i i, I agree i agree and it's just it, it's not that i don't like them but uh it's just I just never understood the attraction to those really highly glitched speed runs, the ones that set records and whatnot. Mm. Well, I don't think it's for everyone either. So that's totally that's also true, that. right? Yeah, there's there's a there, there's a huge following for that type of content, though. You yep. ever watch like Games Done Quick? Like maybe yeah. the biggest the biggest channel, one of one of the biggest channels on Twitch. Like that's their that's their calling card. Yeah, um, and a lot, uh, but a lot of their content is uh, they do a lot of glitchless stuff. So people are playing the game straight up, super quick. So that that part I do like, and I do, I do follow games done quick. Yeah, pretty, some pretty, of their runs are channel. really really interesting. Yeah, my my favorite bit was the uh, they had a dude on it, and and it was like this dude was like blowing people's minds. It was during one of their big events, so they had like I don't know. 120,000 people watching or something like that. Crazy numbers, right? 
Um, mm-hmm. The dude was doing uh, Rocksmith, like 99% plus uh, runs, hardest difficulty of uh, like like Guitar Hero. I think it was Guitar Hero 3. And so really? He had, yeah. And he was like, like doing all the, I was like, oh my goodness. It was, it was Guitar Hero. I think it was three. And, and he was doing that at the hardest difficulty and just like, you're just watching, watching that hand, the left hand go. And it's like, oh my God. And yeah. everyone watching it, like the reaction. Uh, I don't think I've seen a, a, another speed run that had that strong of a reaction because you're, you're sitting there watching it. And not only is he clearing these levels at the hardest difficulty, he's like, like it's it, mastery of it. It was just like, it was mind blowing. Yeah. Mind -blowing. And see, like seeing the actual mechanic of doing the game For is sure. actually very interesting. Yeah. Right. And it showed, right. It showed true mastery of the game and the, 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 the buttons and, and, and really being able to move around. And it's, it's, uh, that level of guitar hero you know that's you're still playing the buttons you're not actually playing rocksmith with the strings but to have that level of mastery with the buttons is insane it's yeah. insane yeah it's like, like how many hours like like the number of hours you put into that into to, to guitar hero you could have you could have mastered guitar man you're a pro <laughs> and granted there are there are differences and there's musical theory that goes into play but if it, like that level of dedication that that's how you pick up an instrument it's it's dedication first and foremost it, it, it if you put the hours into learning an instrument you're gonna pick it up whether you're good or not and and to see him that good at guitar hero it floored me and it floored a lot of people in that chat it was crazy it was so good so good so so my my idea yeah my my really dumb idea, but I think would be really funny, is to, right. to find one of those uh, find one of those speed run overlays, you know, with the splits and the times and all that. Yeah, <laughs> Just, <laughs> I like how you have almost no confidence in your idea. No, I don't. I don't. I just think it'd be really, really funny <laughs> to pitch pitch the stream as a speed run of whatever game, like Dark Souls One, Dark Souls One speed run, <laughs> and to start the timer <laughs> and to just play the game how I play games. <laughs> yeah. Well, what? Why not? And like, I, even I keep... even like, stop the timer between streams and then pick it up like a second day at like yeah. five hours in. Actually, actually, not in a funny way, but some people do this because it actually <laughs> helps uh, the YouTube people to understand where they're at, like how much time they actually spend on the game. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so but without, I would pitch it as this is gonna be a Dark Souls one. This is gonna be a, a Mario sixty four speed run, and then like four hours in, I have like twenty stars and like cut the stream and then pick yeah. it up day two. <laughs> well, it, it just give it in another name, like call them their your, your slow runs or whatever. You're right? right? No, and, that's and, exactly what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I dig that idea. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's. It's pretty Halo. That's what yeah, I'm gonna exactly. do. Exactly. 
trolley in a fashion way. <laughs> That's right. I'm 30 hours in to this speed run. <laughs> Dark Souls 1. Uh, yeah, I like that, it. That, that was something I, I, I talked about it. Uh, yesterday on stream and uh, I was considering doing that again to, uh, I, I thought about it more today and it's I don't know I think it's something I might do in the future. I mean it's pretty it's it's pretty light you don't you don't put you don't put any pressure on anybody you're just like <laughs> right but then you get a random guy content. expecting a, a, a speed run to come yeah. into your channel and they see the timer it's like 15 hours <laughs> <laughs> like asking uh you know it's actually under two hours and you're like what yeah. you should like, act surprised what? every time <laughs> exactly <laughs> this is this is the professor halo new segment shitty <laughs> shitty speed runs <laughs> mario 64 <laughs> beat the game any percent 40 hours <laughs> Oh man! But, uh, Have yeah. you ever done a one hundred percent game ever? Um, well, we did when we did Darkest Dungeon. We we beat all the bosses. That was one. Um, yeah, but one hundred percent, like all the collectibles and stuff. Uh, I don't think we did all the collectibles because there's like the the journal pages, and I I. I don't know how to pull up to see if I actually finished that. That's a good question. Um, I, I would say Darkest Dungeon is probably the closest. Um, yeah, but it's a weird one. That's a weird actually one. actually 100%. Oh, but for I, sure it is. Oh, yeah, that's one of the the hardest. Yeah. Um, uh, the best Jared is another streamer. He's a, a partner, big big time guy. Really, really talented. Very good. He's He, he spent years trying to do the the 100 run of darkest dungeon and he he actually did it uh just like i don't know three months ago and, really? and and other people had done it yeah as well but uh that was like it took him years like it's that hard he did it blood moon hardest difficulty um he did all all of the shield breaker um nightmares we did that he upgraded the estate to a hundred percent. So he bought all of the, the extra buildings, which are yeah, really, yeah. really, really expensive. Bought all of those, got all of the journal pages, all well, of the bosses. Right there. It's dozens, even hundreds of hours. For sure. And that, that includes, he also, t Oh wait. Yeah. Yeah. He, he took down, um no he did he didn't do i don't think he did the the fanatic i think that's he didn't kill the fanatic in his run i could be wrong i i honestly i'd have to watch like his vods but uh uh everything you know he got all of the heroes up to level six you know there's the objective checklist yeah when you open up your 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 uh checklist there in in darkest dungeon he got all all heroes up to level six all of the bosses checked off um all the journal entries and I, there's like one or two other things in terms of collectibles that that are included as part of that run that he did and it's it's crazy and and he did it he did it with only doing the minimum number of 
runs through the color of madness. So when you go through the color of madness, the DLC for uh, well, one half of the DLC for uh, darkest dungeon, it doesn't yeah. advance the week. So if you go in and, and collect, you, you know, let's say you get 80 crystals, 200 crystals or uh, 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 shards, right? You, you can go yeah. ahead and trade those in for heirlooms. You could trade them in for crests. You could trade it in for portraits. So oh my, you, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so you can, you can grind kind of, your way? Exactly, without advancing the week. Huh. So like by the time you hit about week 50, you can run a week and then run after that, run the, the Color of Madness uh, farmstead doesn't advance a week. Then you can advance the week by doing another dungeon and then do the Color of Madness again, and it doesn't advance that week either. So huh. he did it. He did it doing the bare bare minimum, because once you get to that second boss, the the sleeper, the dude that turns into the eye, he starts off as the the shard, the crystal shard, turns yeah. into the eye, right? Yeah, yeah. Once you you have to beat that boss ten times. It's hard boss. You need to beat it ten times because you need ten memories to unlock one of the buildings in uh, the estate. Like that's okay. part of the requirement. So you have to do it 10 times. So he did it by doing that bare minimum. He didn't do additional farming beyond that to get the rest of the buildings, including the, the red hook, which is like 10, is it 10? It's like, I don't, I can't remember off the top of my head. It's like 750 crests and a bunch of gold. And I think there's like some portraits or something else involved in, I have to look again, but oh uh, he did it with the bare the bare minimum number of runs through the farmstead, which is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Mm-hmm. I would, I wouldn't do this. No, if if I was to do it, the first my my go to would be, um, and and I have a a a blood moon run uh, up on YouTube that I've I've been working through, and mm-hmm. what I'm doing is the first twenty weeks has been it was all about collecting gold. Um, so I'm playing the hardest difficulty, all DLC, um, and the, the you know we talked about it. You know it's some pretty challenging DLC, but yeah. um, I did I did the first 20 weeks, every single run I brought an antiquarian and yeah, I was that's just collecting exactly what was. collecting was... gold, and and it was to the point. So so in part of what makes Blood Moon so challenging is you can only lose. Uh, 15 heroes, I think it is, through the entire run. Once you get to 16 plus, it why it just deletes your your game file. Yeah. So what I did was I took the first two starting heroes, uh, Dismiss and Reynold, killed them off, yep. killed them off. So that you get that that week zero run where you kill the uh, the brigands. Um, but I wiped there intentionally, and I kept wiping. Until an antiquarian showed up, because what happens is, you you do your run at the beginning, right? That first week zero run with those two heroes, then you make it back to the estate, and in the stagecoach, there's a vestal and a plague doctor. Always, always. But if you wipe those two starting heroes, Reynold and Dismiss, that farms uh, the the stagecoach populates with four heroes instead of two. So you huh. can go into week one with a full crew instead of 
going in with just a vessel and a plague doctor. The Crusader and the um, Highwaymen. Right. right. So you, you kill off your Crusader and Highwaymen at the beginning. Hmm. And so you get a full team of four. So the first two, you know, you're getting the Vestal Plague Doctor. The other two are random. Just like it is every week after that, right? It's a random stagecoach. Yeah. So so what I did was I, I, I would kill off Reynald, dismiss, and then uh, go into week one, look at what's in the stagecoach. It was no antiquarian. I deleted it. Kept doing it, deleted it, deleted it, deleted it. So basically... Wait, so- not only you were not having the Crusader and Highwaymen uh, they gave you at the first, but does the four character they give you uh, on the week one because you you sacrifice the yes. the other two correct? Does in the four it includes automatically automatically the Vestal and the Plague Doctor yep. or not always even? always there? Yep, no matter what happens, oh. they're always there. Okay, so you- so you had two slots available for yes. the Antiquarian. Okay. Yep. Yep. Two random slots appear along with the Vestal and uh, Plague Doctor. And so okay. and so every time, you know, there's a small chance that the Antiquarian is going to show up in one of those two random slots. Didn't show up, deleted it, went back to the drawing board, did it again, did it again, did it again, did it again. And so uh, finally got one. And then uh, the, the, uh, the first 20 weeks or so is, is me just piling up money with the antiquarian and getting the bank. The bank gives you 5% interest every week. And, and the, the, the goal is to get to a point where my interest is like 30,000 a week, 40,000 gold Mm. a week, getting to the point where I don't even need to worry about money. So all I need to do is I could say, forget any antiquarian from now on and just focus on, um, getting getting portraits and everything else that you need because you need a ton. You need so much of that if you want to unlock it all. So in my current yeah. playthrough, I'm actually not done with it. Uh, I'm still releasing videos. I'm still like, uh, uh, I would say, forty. We I think I'm like sixty weeks in or so. Maybe not quite sixty. And um, you have a hundred, right? A hundred weeks to do it. Yeah, yeah. So do you know the conditions of? Uh, Blood Moon over Darkest? Nope. Okay, so in Blood Moon, the conditions are, well, easier easier for me to remember this when I'm playing it all the time. <laughs> but I, I, yeah. I haven't played it in a while. But um, it's all enemies have 20% more health. Okay. HP-wise, whether it's a boss, a regular mob, they all have 20% more health. Uh, they crit 3% more of the time. Oh. You lose torch significantly faster. Okay. Um. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, all upgrades are double. What? All upgrades are double. And all... Uh, you you yeah. mean portraits and stuff? No, 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 no. The cost. The blacksmith, the guild... Upgrading your hero's abilities oh, okay. is doubled. So money-wise, that's why Intercorian run at the beginning was so essential. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, uh, every uh, tavern, uh, uh, you know, uh, stress heal, double. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 the sanitarium, getting rid of, of corks, uh, diseases, double. 
Um, it, everything all doubled. Uh, what else? What else? What else? It's just well, it's, just, up, just upgrading your euros. It's gonna cost you a lot. Right. Um, you have 100 weeks to beat the game. If you take more than 100 weeks to get through Darkest Dungeon 4, your save file is deleted. Yeah. Uh, if you lose more than, I think it's 15 heroes, your save file is deleted. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it, brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. They get The biggest thing is, well, it, it's, it's a series of small things that really stacks up, right? So, so the... The, the the oh enemies add more stress with their abilities as well oh that's terrible I, i'm not sure i said that but yeah they not only do they crit three percent more of the time they also add more stress that additional stress also makes you spend more money uh getting you know yeah you, know, you, you you obviously need to reduce that stress all that yeah. cost is double right and and when you play on the harder harder yeah. difficulty the enemies like target one of your character yeah you, you get that breath. you get that to a degree on darkest but yeah on yeah. blood moon they they also they're also a little bit smarter with who they target obviously it's not perfect but yeah they're also smarter about who they target so yeah. I, it, you add up all of those little things and it's it makes it so freaking hard <laughs> and you lose you lose torchlight much faster so I bring probably 30% more torches for every dungeon because it, it, it'll get dark. And once it gets dark, it, it, then, you know, there's that 3% additional crit. It, it, as it gets darker, they crit even more and more. And once they start critting, that adds even more stress. And, oh, by the way, one attack puts you on death's door anyways. So not only are you stressed out, you're also on death's door, man. Oh, oh, it's brutal. It's hard. Yeah. And then some of those bosses, like from Crimson Court, the Countess, the Baron, 20% yeah. more health, uh, Darkest Dungeon 2, and the, uh, what are they, uh, the, the Templars, the Impalers, 20% more health. Everybody just 20% more health. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> Speaking of which, Darkest Dungeon 2. Are you hyped up? Oh, I've been I've been playing Darkest Dungeon more, and I debated getting into another campaign. But yeah, oh my god, I'm so hype about that. I'm I'm excited, dude. When I, is it coming out? They, they they don't have a specific date. You know, according to the best Jared, he thought it was going to be out January 12th. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, yeah. And I've been saying it since the beginning. I don't have definitive. I don't have like inside information on that. So. Uh, if you look on the Steam, the if you look on the Epic Store, not on Steam. If you look on Epic, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can put it in your cart. It says it's coming soon. That's that's all the information I got. I, I got nothing beyond that. Have you seen okay. Have you seen the board game? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Oh my, yeah, it's so expensive. It looks awesome. It it really looks cool. But I don't know if I could justify paying almost $600 for one board game. I, I didn't know what was the price. 600 Oh my oh, goodness. Oh. Have you not seen this? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I've seen the game, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't know the price. So, well, so I think the, the, the introductory one is about a hundred dollars, right? Plus uh $75 to ship. 
overseas you know uh we we you know we're not in europe so they got to ship it overseas uh so that would apply i i would assume the shipping cost would be about the same for you um but but the base board game is a hundred dollars now if you want all of the different areas like the warrens um the crimson court color of madness uh i think the cove is included in the ancestral bundle there's a couple more areas i think um that that ancestral bundle is 330 and then it's another 180 for the ancestral uh add-on to that so that comes with like the organization box the colorful mat with the 3d pop out like like background so it really gives it a cool look um yeah. it comes with an alternate hero set so instead of just having the the heroes for the game they also have a alternate figurine in the game um uh, there's a couple of other smaller things uh like the the loot chest um but that that addition to that is 180 dollars so that puts mm. you up to 510 and then it's like $75 to ship or so. So. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I know. But at the same time, it looks goddamn beautiful. It does. I can't. I can't. Your boy can't spend that much money, though, on a board game. Because he's never really gotten. I've never gotten that deep into board games. Like, yeah, I, I, like I like to play him every once in a while. You know, like, it's fun to. Get some buddies together and get a couple of drinks and, and play some board games. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, even say that. I oh, really, oh, uh, uh, there's very, very few board games that I'm actually enjoying. Usually, it takes less than an hour, I get bored, and I bore people around me. Like, I, I don't know, it's, it's incredibly <laughs> hard for me to get into a game of board game. <laughs> yeah really what, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. okay what do you play what, what's your go-to uh i think one of the only one that i really enjoyed is uh sort of a sketch stuff that you like you start like you start with a word oh, i'm so bad then, at those yeah 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 but it's it's fun. fun because yeah. in the yeah. end you laugh about it of course exactly but, exactly so yeah you, there's a word so you draw something based on the word and then you give your booklet to the next person and you get the booklet from the person uh, before you. Yep. So, and you, you only get to see the drawing. So you have to guess what's the drawing and you write a word and then you give that, that book to the next person and then you go until it actually um, makes the whole table. So usually you have to be like six or seven, eight people to play. And then once you get your book, their book back, uh, you get to see where it started and where it ended. Right. It's like, so, like, like I know out there we're we're embarrassing someone. Someone out there is like, nah, they're talking about Pictionary. How come they just don't say Pictionary right now? <laughs> well, it's but not it's like, Pictionary. No, no, I know. It's like it's like like the it's like the telephone game. 
exactly added to like yeah with with yeah yeah draw me draw me something exactly I, I don't know, right i don't know what's the the name i don't English know but but our games. our knowledge of board games is not good <laughs> yeah <laughs> someone so out there these... is like screaming at their 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 screen saying yeah. no here's the name of it and i'm like oh i don't know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's a reason why it's called board games because I get bored of them. <laughs> Have you ever played? Uh, uh, there, there's a good one out there, a good, a really good introductory one. Shadows over Camelot. Uh, what's the name? Shadows over Camelot is the name of the board game. And if you've okay. never, if you've never played board games, uh, f- like for you, I would really, really recommend it. It's a good starter board game. It's one of my staple go-tos. Like, like if I have you know, like guests over that like to play board games, super easy to learn. All, all it is is you play as Knights of the Round Table. There's like three or four different missions you can go on, and if you succeed in your mission, um, you get you get a cool piece of gear. Like you can get a sword, you can get a shield, you can get a piece of armor, and you can mm-hmm. get something that brings you back to life. But the thing is, and the the the, the thing that really makes this game cool. And it's kind of like uh, Battlestar Galactica, the board game, is the fact that that you're doing these quests, but you can you you tell people, oh, I failed that role, or oh, I I I failed this mission, or you know, oh, I got I got attacked, I didn't get the right role, so I'm taking a step back. You don't show people what actually happened, right? You pick up the cards and and you kind of keep it to yourself, right? Yeah. Or you could say, hey, I need assistance to get this done and take stuff resources from other people to to do it but the thing is amongst the knights of the round table it's you against the board game but there's a traitor amongst you and there's always one traitor randomly there's one traitor amongst the group right and it, it you you figure it out at the start oh i'm a good guy i'm a knight or oh i'm i'm this hero but i'm a bad guy so so while you're going about trying to do this you're also, and there's always, always a traitor. And I haven't played in a while, but I think, I think, if you have a big group, I think you can do two. So it's almost like Among Us as well, where you're working together to get this stuff done, but there's a guy that's literally sabotaging you, and if you if you fail to figure out who it is, like you can execute one or two players from the game. Or you can execute one, but I think if you fail the second one, you lose. So you got to be like super sure that the guy we're gonna execute here is one of the bad guys. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's a cool. It's I, a really cool board game because there's a lot of cool goals, and once you get like the loot, it really goes a long way to beating the game. Like, like it's like oh, it's a plus one on your six sided die every roll, right? So now, now your rolls are just like really money. Um. Uh, uh, but but yeah and then figuring out and having you know you go back after like your missions right you all huddle back up at the round table and you're like just like like among us this is years years before this this game's like 12 years old um you go back to the round table and you have discussions like oh this is what happened i got this done or oh no i, I didn't quite get the role here da 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 i was close you know, you can choose to reveal, like during your quest, you can choose to reveal cards to your allies, or you can do more but keep it secret, right? Um, so yeah. it it's really it it does a really good job of 
um, combining um, like like that mystery aspect to the game, but also gives you a sense of accomplishment for when you get stuff done. It's it's a cool starter board game. I like that yeah, one. There's also that uh, just to be part of the the cool kids. Like there's also that Among Us vibe where you you need to figure out yeah. who's the bad guy and ask questions and stuff. Yeah, oh, I can sure. Feel. It turns into a shouting match between you and friends. Like you're yeah. the bad guy. No, I got I completed this quest. I brought I brought Marley back to life. I'm a good guy. No, yeah. you did that to throw us off the scent, but you really failed these two other missions. It's you. Yeah, you you have those the Among Us discussion within the game. So, um, it's been out forever. It it only takes like an hour, hour and a half to play a whole game. So, um, again, you know, for the guy that doesn't play a lot of board games, the the guy like me, the guy like you, it's yeah. cool. It's simple. You know, it's you're rolling, you're rolling dice. And choosing to expose cards or keep cards, in a lot of ways, it's like poker, but more hidden because you keep the results from the rest of the people. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, no, it's 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 a really cool, it's a cool game. I'll look it up. Yeah, that, shadows, that, that, shadows over the, Camelot. Have you ever that's seen the worst part of not loving board games? I am part of a group of people who loves them have you seen the uh the the youtube show uh tabletop tabletop no no you've never seen tabletop okay no. tabletop is a uh uh who who's in i gotta Channel? look it up it's it's a uh yeah it's it's a youtube yeah show i'm, I'm not sure if that's the name of the channel um Oh man, people are gonna be yelling again. I know it. <laughs> this is one of those things. It's like, what was the main character of Shrek? Was it? Was it? Uh, who? Who was it? What was his name? Like, <laughs> I should know it. Yo, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. It. Will Wheaton. It's the guy oh, that yeah. started it. Uh, yeah. There. I mean, obviously, a bunch of different guests throughout the different board games. God, see, you get one beer in you, and your memory goes out the window. Well, I, I had to. I had to. Uh, anyways, Will we? It's it's Will Wheaton is the guy that that runs it. But they, they, you know, they pick random board games and just play it, right? Uh, and they did a whole episode on Shadows Over Camelot, and it does a really good job of illustrating what the game is like. You know, like what it's like to kind of work together and figure out who the bad guy is, or maybe you don't. Or yeah, it's 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 so cool. Nice. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually Check it in out. front of the of their. Uh... Their channel page. I'll look it up. Yeah, that yeah, that, that's a good overview of the game. Um, but yeah, uh, I I don't know how we got on onto the topic of board games, but uh, yeah, <laughs> we're in the same I boat. Mean, we're both like, yeah, we play board games, but we're not good at them. <laughs> yeah, you know, but, some of yeah. those some of those take like six, seven plus hours. Um, I, I like uh, another one is uh, Settlers of Catan. I played that a lot. I've never really developed a deep interest for that one. I don't know why. I tried Catan, yeah. like the first game because it was my first game. But yeah, yeah it's mostly the same. I, I I don't I don't get invested. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're turn... on an island on that. Most people that play Catan love Catan. Oh yeah, yeah. They get cra <laughs> they get crazy about it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that I, is a that is a, a firm that uh, that crew runs hard. I have a question. Yeah, and I'm a little scared about of asking it. Um, you told me that we were supposed to listen to some messages. Oh yeah, no, that's still that's still on the agenda. Okay. Um, I'm a little scared about listening to these because I don't know how I'm going to react to those. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know what to expect. Do you want it? We could do it now. We could do it later. It's whatever you want. I, I don't care. I usually kind of do it towards the end. Um, okay. But yeah, no, that we didn't forget about that. Don't you worry, my friend. Okay. Well, well let, let me, let me end the conversation. Well, let me, let me ask about ending the conversation about your job because we oh yeah we, we never mostly, we never talked about that did we well so, we mostly talked about how you got where you were at but right. what you're actually doing i don't know so so what happened was um after college i had a couple of jobs i worked for google for a couple of years as a as a, a vendor uh, uh not not a full-time employee um mm -hmm. but i was the i was actually part of the um, first team to go in and update Google Maps because at the time Google Maps had been out for a few years and it was beginning to get stale and turning okay. into MapQuest where people were doing things like driving up streets that now turned into one-way roads or uh, businesses are closed and, and Google Maps says it's open. So our job was to go up and update it. So I did that for a few years. Um, and that's why today, like when you look at Google Maps, you don't see businesses that are closed. The mapping direction tells you to go down this way and not up a one-way street and to take this way instead. Uh, that, okay. was, that was work that we, we were the first team to go in and do that. Um, but what happened was... How do you do and, that? Uh, how do you do that? Well, what, what were you actually doing? You, you were taking your cars and trying? No, no. Users would report to us. Hey, oh. this isn't right. There's an issue with this area. Go, can you take a look? So then we would, you know, go into Google Maps, look at satellite view, and uh, from the satellite images, we could get a sense of what's going on. You could okay. see if a business had closed. You can see, oh, this is a one-way street. We gotta change the routing and and change, you know, the 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 direction of the arrow so people don't go up this way. Uh, and that that was that was. Uh, yeah, that was work that we did. So we would literally work basically on Google Maps rerouting streets so that they would flow the way that they're supposed to. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, I did that for a couple of years. And again, you know, the, by the time I, I was done there, it was like 2011, and the economy wasn't great. And uh, I, I took a job working as a temporary employment for uh, a commercial real estate company called CBRE. Um, they, they manage buildings for companies. They manage things like uh, uh, commercial uh, 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 buildings in, in commercial space. So if you go into a building, like a bigger uh, you know, business complex, a lot of those are owned by CBRE, at least here in the States. And, okay. um, you know, they, they manage that space. They bring vendors on to, to make sure windows are washed, that, that uh, uh, the janitorial services are taken care of, all of that stuff. The general maintenance is taken care of. Um, so, so my job there 
was managing insurance for Microsoft. So if a, a random company came on site, it was my job to make sure that uh, the, the, that those needs were met, right? That they met certain insurance standards. So that way, if the painting guy shows up and backs his car into the building, that money isn't being taken from Microsoft, that their insurance company is going to handle that. So okay. my job was to make sure, hey, this company is up to date. They're on track. And so part of that, uh, you know, being the kind of mathematical guy that I was, I really leveraged a lot of Excel, uh, started generating reports to say, hey, this is the number of businesses that were um, compliant. Here's the ones that are not compliant. And it was my job to reach out and email and say, hey, you need to send us proof of your insurance. Uh, it's called a certificate of insurance here um, to make sure that they're up to date. That way, if there is a problem, everyone's covered and no one's walking away, losing a lot of money. People aren't getting sued, all that sort of thing. So yeah, that, was, know, that was my not responsibility. Why not, not being trapped in some sort of uh, clerical uh, madness? I mean, it was a start. But, but the thing was, I started developing these reports and these reports got traction. And so when there was an opening for an analyst position... Uh, I accepted an offer to interview and then got the job. Um, and I started to do some, some more deeper analytics, working a lot in SQL, working a lot in, in uh, like almost all the work I did at that point was in Excel um, and some, some random tools as well. But, but what happened was I worked there for about a year and then Microsoft launched this new product called Power BI. And Power BI basically changed the landscape of modern analytics. Instead of being able to hold a million records in Excel to report on, I could hold 10 million, 15. Uh, I think the most I've ever done is like 92 million records. Yeah, a lot of data. Um, at one point, what I did was I was tracking. Um, so you know what Office 365 is, right? If you go yeah. online and get a subscription to Office, you get products like Word, Teams, SharePoint, yeah. Skype, all of those, right? You get, you get that whole suite. It was my job to look at individual users for individual companies and figure out their usage with, with each of those products over time. So looking at like two years worth of data. So you, hmm. you think of... All of the people that Microsoft sells to and all of the employees underneath of those companies that are using those products. I was looking at the individual product line for each of those users, for each of those customers over a breadth of time. And I was looking at like the data set I was looking at wasn't the entire world, but it was 92 million records through that. And so that's capable that's made possible because of modern analytics, Power BI. Yeah. Power BI taking that Microsoft formula and combining it with cutting edge uh, uh, data processing, being able to uh, really, really uh, compact and, and uh, condense data much, much better than Excel. Uh, you, it, it stores memory, uh, stores data in memory as opposed to keeping every single cell active at all times. Okay. And if you've ever used Excel, you can only get about 100,000 rows out of it, right? 
So, yeah, well, the same way uh, as a CPU works for a computer. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. And, and and there's other things that go into it, right? And the way it stores data, it stores data as integers as opposed to uh, holding that data live. So if you're looking at an Excel worksheet um, and you type John Smith into a cell and then you type John Smith into a cell below that, both those cells, it's being written in as John Smith. Well, with Power Pivot within Excel or Power BI, it stores John Smith as a one, Stephen Smith as a two. So when you get those duplication of, of records row over row, it's not storing that entire piece of information. It's only storing that integer, John Smith as one. A, okay. So you really, you really save on space. And, and that really makes a bigger impact when you're looking at longer instead of wider data sets right it sounds you get pretty, more ones sounds, and more twos row over row yeah it, it sounds pretty simple now that you explain it and why weren't they doing this earlier but at the same time you need to actually do the program that does this right the tool and then the answer to that is it, that technology didn't exist okay that that method of of looking at analytics didn't exist and then combine combine the, the that additional storage with the the fact that it acts like a uh, 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 your traditional data warehouse, right? It it has a sense of relativity. You can say, hey, this this date dimension relates to this invoice date on date. You can say, hey, customer ID relates to to customer ID from our customer dimension. And so without actually doing a VLOOKUP, you create these relationships which mimic that relational database. It, it, it mimics those VLOOKUPs. So I do one drag of a button and I create hundreds of VLOOKUPs in a third of a second. Same as creating macros on your computer? No, 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 no. Not at all. Okay. It's, it's okay. more like working in SQL and creating a relational database. I say I have this table of transactions Here's how it relates to that customer data, that sales data. So imagine, okay. imagine you're looking at Excel. Imagine you have Excel open, and I see that I have some transaction. I have uh, uh, I went to the grocery store and I bought five apples and two pieces of corn. Well, how much data do you think is really being stored there? You have the store information. You have the uh, the the employee information who rung them up yeah how much did I buy what items were there what okay. what about the customer and the customer information what what what's the customer's name address phone number what was the employee number what was their start date what's their pay rate and you start thinking about these elements and and how wide do you think that gets it gets, it, it, it gets exponentially wide, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relational databases get rid of that because Power BI modern analytics doesn't work that way. You're gonna you're gonna run out of memory very quickly if you put all of that information on one line, all that sales data from employees to customers to what about what about the products themselves? What kinds of apples? Who was the producer? What about the corn? Who was the producer? What yeah, about the store? Okay. What city, state, country, 
zip code. What's the shipping information for that that particular warehouse? Right? Yeah, you what get, region you get is that rid warehouse of all in? the information you don't care about and you so, just keep what so what exactly to, to you condense want. that, to, to distill that down and make it processable, to make it to make it something that you can actually work with. I say, hey, I was customer 10, bought uh, quantity 20 apples from employee 10 from store number 15 <laughs> on the date uh, 115, January 15th, whatever, right? But yeah. then, but then relationally, you have a different table that's your, your dimension. And that gives you the context surrounding that, right? You're, yeah. you're, you're, I, you, you know, in that main table, the one with the millions of transactions, because you're buying apples and corn. I'm going there. I'm buying weed and uh, uh, Doritos. Uh, no one else is going to that store. They're getting steak and milk, <laughs> right? You're, you're, you're building up all these transactions. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But all I'm doing is saying, hey, it was customer five that bought from employee 12. I'm it, it's it's customer 93 buying from store 1322 but you have these set of dimension tables that hold the detail behind that oh store number 25 that's uh that is uh that's the Quebec Safeway uh that's located in Quebec in Canada it opened in 1995 all of that information is in a different table dimensionally so on the reporting layer i pull in those elements only as i need they're not active on the page i could then go in and say okay this is the store i want to see the customers that bought from that store or you could do the inverse of that and say i want to see the customers what stores did they buy from are they traveling far and what's the what's the average distance between these stores now you're looking at analytics in a completely different fashion yeah, and that's at, what it was about to say. Like when you saw that program, you probably told yourself, "Like that's game changer to be to be able to just pinpoint what you want and just pick it out and not and correct. still, yeah, all right, all right, yeah, yeah." No, you're a hundred percent spot on. It 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 changes the the game because you can hold much more data over time this way. So instead of getting a line chart that shows you, "Hey, here's our yearly sales," no, I could say. How did this January compare to last January? What was the growth there? What 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 happened year over year? What happened with this specific customer year over year? And I can get to these precise data points in the click of a button. You're looking at at detailed analytics starting at a high level with the ability to drill into the details with literally two or three clicks. And that's something you can't typically do traditionally you can't do that yep because you can't hold millions of records in one excel file but now with a click of a button you can do it it processes lightning fast the calculation layer is is very 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 agile it it processes all of these transformations lightning quick um, okay and uh it was my job to learn this new piece of software that no one had heard of before because it just launched okay and so I went deep into learning this, and it opened up uh, a lot of opportunities. I I taught at a uh, local college for about two years, uh, and you know this 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 very topic was was analytics, and uh, 
Yeah, that's what I do now. It's it's the same thing. I'm I'm doing it for a, a larger company. Um, th- this time it's more on distribution of medical supplies. Um, okay. And and figuring out where we where are we selling the most, uh, who are our biggest customers, wh- and what are the trends in their their products, um, and and that's my job is to take take them away from you know, five different people developing their own sales report and then going to the CFO saying, oh, our sales accounting will say our sales were 5.2 million. And then someone uh, from the individual store will say our sales were 5.4 million. And the CFO is like, why are these numbers different? We're, we're getting away from, from ad hoc reporting um, and people reporting in their own bubble, in their own sphere. We mm. say, hey, here's the business rules that are going to, these are the, the set of filters that we're going to apply to a standard set of reporting. Everyone's going to have access to it. And we're going to have one consistent number updated X number of times a day. And everyone's looking at the same numbers at all times. So there's going to be no more of, of, of people fighting over what the real sales figures are because it's the same set of rules in one set of reports. So in conclusion, yeah, what you're telling me is you are still a professor in a way. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't teach at a college anymore though. No, 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 no. But I mean, still sure. you, you, you've been hired to actually teach people how to, to use these and be more efficient with their oh, for sure for sure i've okay. spent i've spent years building you know analytics teams for companies i've spent years uh transforming reporting environments teaching new year users how to use power bi uh is a big part of what i do you know saying hey here's this new technology here's how you navigate it you don't need to learn how to build the report but if you're a, a uh, if you're a you know a executive a senior director and you want to look at these numbers and look into the details here's how you can do that uh spend a lot of time doing that a lot of time building uh uh analytic uh groups so you know hiring analysts hiring mm-hmm. employees building and growing the teams i've spent years doing that as well um so but yeah it, it, teaching teaching is a big part of it but you, you, and you're still trying to convince me that you're not a person-to-person pe- person. No, like, uh, well, no, well, uh, I, I mean, I, I think I, you're I, under, I, I underestimating used to, I used yourself. To, <laughs> I used to really struggle with the public speaking. Um, it, it really wasn't. I, I think, I think teaching really unlocked that ability. Okay. Um, Which makes sense. It gave me a lot of experience in that that field because you have to listen to to employ uh uh students you need to listen to them and their their questions and and process what they're saying you can't gloss over it yeah they're all different you need to deal with this right but yeah yeah and their their livelihood is at stake um they're also usually interested in the topic you know they're mm-hmm. engaged so so you want to deliver a good product to them um and so gaining the confidence to speak in front of, you know, groups of people um, was new to me and I, I sucked at it, but it, it definitely had a lasting impact on my career. 
uh, in, you know, streaming, you know, the things I do, you know, for, for hobbies and, 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 you know, uh, everything I do on the side. Um, yeah, it, it played an, an exponentially huge role in that because it gave me the, I used to be the guy that couldn't even listen to my own voice. Um, like, like we would do stuff in like junior high and high school and they would record present uh, presentations and stuff. I could not go back and listen to my own voice. It was oh brutal. Trust me, you don't have to listen to yourself speaking in <laughs> another language. Yeah, Trust I'm me. sure that has its own challenges too. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Like hearing my own um, accent. I know some people like it, and I don't even understand. But thanks, thanks, people around around <laughs> the world who likes my. Thank accent. you for liking my accent. <laughs> because listen to myself, like my voice. I, I, it's I'm pretty much the same as you. It's hard to get over it, but once you get over it, you, it's like uh, business as usual. But yeah, my accent, yeah. it's uh Sometimes I hear myself like, God, that's not how you pronounce it. Why? I I I I don't mind your accent. I, I think it, it's fine. I like it. It gives, it gives you character, that, man. I, yeah, I especially you, like it when <laughs> when you're come you're you're trying to think of a, a saying. It, it like it's at the tip of your tongue, but you're just like, is that really the right saying? Oh yeah, but I like I, it. Even in French, I'm terrible with my saying. So at least this trans, translated yeah. as well. So yeah. that's that's perfect. But yeah, thanks. But even if you tell me like a thousand times that my accent is fine, I'm still going to be cringe about, no, about I, it. I totally get it. And, and for me, for me, for the longest time, I was the same way. I was like, I I can't I can't go back. Like even when I was teaching, I, I would uh, I would record like like a, a class. And uh, like just on my phone, I'd hit record just to kind of get a sense of what I was saying and, and how I reacted to people's questions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, do I want to actually listen to this? And every time, man, it was super cringy. Um, but I eventually got over it. Um, yeah. And then in my professional career, you know, I, I've done recordings, uh, uh, public trainings. Corporate training for you know Power BI, um, and and so I I had to go back and edit those videos myself, and obviously in the the process of editing, um, kind of got acquainted to the sound of my voice, the cadence, and the way I talk, and uh, yeah, like you said, now it's business as usual, right? When yeah. I jumped into streaming at that point, I I kind of had built up that that skill set to the point where it was tolerable and, and it wasn't so excruciatingly bad on my soul <laughs> like like <laughs> honestly if i if i didn't go through the process of teaching i probably wouldn't be a streamer i probably Which wouldn't would be sad oh I, I, I say what you will but uh, i i don't think that i would I, I don't think i would be able to deal with hearing my own voice you know, a lot of what you have to do is when you first start streaming is is go back and rewatch VODs and revisit yeah. jokes, things you've said, revisit audio. You you want to go back and listen to music and, and see, hey, did I have the volumes right here? You know, I messed with the volumes here. Did that did that vibe well? Did it sound well? Did it come across okay? You know, you you do a lot of of technical things behind the scene and it requires you to hear your own voice. 
if you yeah. stack that issue, which is huge for me, for me, hearing my own voice was daunting enough as it was. If you stack that problem on top of all of the other challenges that that new streamers face, yeah, you know, besides all of the tech work, besides trying to be entertaining, besides trying to stream to zero people, besides um, trying to 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 come up with things to say in chat, it, you stack that problem on top of all of those. It probably would have been too much for me. That yeah. alone, that alone would have been too daunting. So it's it's easy that when you think about it. How not easy, but it, it would have been easy not to do it when you think about it. Like just one day, you woke up, you didn't feel like it, you don't stream, and then the next day, you it's harder and harder every day. I hear a lot of people who stream. Yeah. And have a hard time starting streaming again because hmm. one day they didn't stream. Not a whole week. It wow. started with one day. Yeah. And yeah. That, that's probably what drives me the most to stream my schedule all the time. Because yeah. I, I fear that if I skip one day, it's going to be harder to start the next day. And if, if it's wow. just a bad week for you, it, it might crashes. It might crashes. Yeah. Like because, because this gig doesn't like breaks. Oh no, no, no. It, no, no. You're hundred percent right. It, it, uh, the the worst thing I did to my streaming career was move across the country and then get sick shortly after. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That that was it was not it, it really it really all. made a big it made a big impact on <clears throat> uh on on my my streaming success. For sure it did. For sure. For sure. If you take if you take a week off, it's it's awful. It's awful. It, yeah, it's gonna show. Yeah, I took I took twelve days off to move, and then I got sick, and then I came back and I streamed like twice. I think I did two streams. I came back, and then the second one I was like getting really sick, but yeah. I was still streaming. And then I took I don't know like five days off after that because I I couldn't I, talk, and that was the worst thing I've ever done. And I knew that. I knew that going in. But it was the worst thing I'd ever done. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you were pretty sick. Oh, if I couldn't talk. I had no voice. Like, none. Yeah. None. Like, knowing you, usually you would try to stream, but it, I'm, I, I trust that you were... <laughs> that you were pretty sick. Did you, did you see the last stream before uh, uh, I really got the bronchitis bad? Towards the end of it, my voice is so shot, <laughs> and I yeah. could, I could tell, I could hear it in my voice, and and it was you know it was really really starting to hurt, like you know the throat was was getting real burny and all that. I was uh, trying to drink as much water as possible, and uh, I I it, knew it was going downhill. I was like, oh, this is this is gonna suck, but got to do it. Stubborn. Yeah. yeah, I've already started, and then after that, it was just done. Like no voice. Couldn't talk. You know, I didn't even... I, I was supposed to start my new job that week. And I went in and got seen. They're like, you can't work. You're, you're A, you're not even going to be able to get through the door because we, we're diagnosing you with bronchitis. But B, you also can't talk. So just start your new job one week late. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know. Great first impression. Well, good, good thing it didn't get, like badly to your head like it could have 
it could have uh, like break some confidence into like getting into the new job and stuff. So yeah. good thing you're you're still doing great job wise. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No job wise, they're they're super happy. Then no great. no problems there. Everything's fine. Um, you know they're like, oh, we were excited to have you start, but we get it. You know, thanks for not getting us sick. Da 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 da. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Especially, especially these days, you don't want to get anywhere near someone who is sick. Oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And I, I would, I would hate, 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 hate to to make someone worry about you know having COVID or whatever, having yeah. to go and get that test. Um, you know, I got, I got tested for it. You know, before I started, and uh, probably the worst experience of my life. What? That much? <laughs> okay, I might be a little sarcastic, dude. The Q-tip that they stick into your brain. Really sucky, man. <laughs> it's not a great experience. <laughs> I mean, uh, literally, literally, it brought tears to my eyes. Like, they shove it in there, and then they, they get it up there, and they twist it. Oh, I do not want to do that again. It was highly uncomfortable. They say they do it for, like, 10, 10 seconds, or uh, 5 seconds. Uh, it feels like an eternity. <laughs> I felt like he Sorry. was just scraping that thing for hours. Sorry for laughing, but uh, yeah. yeah. It was weird. He pulls it out like some of my brain kind of comes out with it. <laughs> it's like like a little spaghetti like come on, coming on out. Oh, come on. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the Q-tips they use, though? Yeah, yeah. I've seen everything. Oh, oof, it's not comfortable. It, and after it, that, you're asking me why I don't want to go see doctors? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i don't blame you but uh yeah you know all that stuff yeah yeah you know taking all that time off that was you know and leading up until that point i was i was cruising i was doing so good and then i came yeah. back and had a couple of really really successful streams and then yeah. and then i got sick again and then i came back after that and I was, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm really trying to piece together this thing now. You know, moving for two weeks, I think that was that was pretty acceptable. And I think. Well, you, 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 not you promoted it, but you, you advertised it as. That's true. Like, yeah. Get prepared, get prepared, people. And yeah. We were prepared. Like we didn't, we never, nobody asked any question. Well, well, I'm speaking of uh, every people that I know, maybe some didn't know, but. But the next week, I was confused myself. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And I and I know you personally, yeah. and I was confused. So I don't. I can see that how people got even more confused than I am. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I I'd posted about it on Discord, but yeah, obviously, yeah. The word the word didn't get out there, and you know, most of the time I was, and I've said this on stream, like when I get sick. I turned into a baby. I was, you know, in bed, on the couch, curled up, just sleeping it off. And that's the only way I get through these things. I, I, I just sleep it off. And yeah. that's, that's how I spent that week. Like, it wasn't like I was up here editing videos and doing stuff, you know, to, to promote the channel. I was, I was, I was too far out of it. So, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> coming well, back from all that, it was, it was, uh, yeah, I, I still got I 
I still got a lot to do to get back up to where I was, but uh, you know, you know, people people are 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 around. People are coming back. Um, yeah, the streams are of course. streams are going well, but uh, I, taking time I, off I is the worst. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I I I said it on on my stream when you mm -hmm. were there, and I'm gonna say it again here yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, it's good to see you back in the game. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I'm you, telling buddy. you. Like there was a piece missing in my inventory and now, <laughs> now it's back. You were missing that black knight halberd, huh? Of course. <laughs> missing that prime loot. Of course. Oh, it's yeah, good to be yeah. back, man. It's good to see you. It's good to see all the regulars, man. I I love streaming. You know, as, as much time as I've taken off of streaming, I, I've I, and and I can understand why people would feel like it gets a little bit harder, a little bit harder to fire up that stream. For me, it's 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 the I guarantee you it's the 180 of that. The more time that I take off, the more I am itching to get back into it. Good. Yeah. So uh you wanna you wanna I I, I, I you wanna do voicemails? I haven't seen now let's go ahead and see if anybody has left us a voicemail. I haven't I I didn't look. I should have done some show prep. But well, looking here, hey, we got a voicemail. We got one. We got one voicemail. You want to give it a go? Should we listen to it? Of course. Okay. See, this is this is why I need to work for a radio station. I need uh, I need some good uh, intros for uh, the voicemail segment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. So I, I'm prepared to get uncomfortable. Oh yeah, no, no. Get get ready. Get right. ready for uncomfortableness. If it's really bad, we can edit it. Um, are you ready? I haven't heard this before, so we're gonna listen to this. Great. Okay, let me uh turn this down and uh. Okay, okay. Here we go. So I'm gonna hear it, by the way. Yep. Well, let me know if you can't, but I'm gonna play it here. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Todd. Um, listen, I'm about to go into a big meeting here of how we expose some people to hydrogen dioxide and you know how many people we might actually have died from that exposure. But uh, I came in with a question here for you guys. I'm just wondering, um, when you were growing up, did you have a favorite toy that you liked? If so, did you did you ever break it? How did you break it? Oh, uh, well, I gotta go. Bye, guys. Oh, what? Oh, oh. That's pretty. <laughs> so that that was Todd, right? It was Todd. <laughs> By the way, check him out, Zealous Sam on Twitch. <laughs> oh my God! What? what? <laughs> So I'm really he, thinking about it. He, he he's like, oh, hey guys, how are you doing? Uh, well, I'm I'm going into this big meeting talking about how we might have killed people. Was there ever a toy you you really liked when you were growing up? <laughs> <laughs> the juxtaposition on that. <laughs> I was not expecting I was not expecting him to go from oh I'm going into a death meeting into hey what was your favorite toy? 
Oh, that was good. Hey, that was that was a great voicemail. If we had one voicemail, that's one to make it count. But now he got me interested on the toy thing. Yeah, you know, you gotta we gotta answer the question. What did you did you have a toy as a as a kid? Something well, something that really you were really drawn to? I would say my first Game Boy. Oh, no way. But it's still working. So it never it never got broken. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what, what were what were some of the games? Was there a game that that in particular really stood out that was like this is the one? Of course, it's Tetris. Whoa! Like, the first Tetris. game that re- yeah that I played hours and hours and hours, and I hate to admit my sister Why? is even better than I am. <laughs> is Tetris? My my sister is not a gamer, not even no no, no not, problem solver not though. She she became a gamer, but back then yeah. she was playing like very few games. But Tetris was her game. I and like it. Yeah, yeah. I would and, say and I, that became your game, but it really wasn't your game because uh, you know you got you got beat. Yeah, exactly. By my little sister, that's very yeah. shameful. And then after that, I yeah. got into Pokemon. You, got, and you went back to to checkers, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So you went back to poke. Okay. So your, your first, your, uh, your first, the first toy that you were drawn to was now was it, was it a fatty, uh, non color game boy? Is that what you well, had? It was, it was before that I was playing with cars, but I had so many that I cannot pinpoint only one. Right. But your go to, your, your go to, your, your, your go to toy was, was the game boy was, was that yeah. game? Was it the color? Was it the the fatty one? Was it the uh, fatty one? The gray one? The gray like, one? Yeah. The gray, the green yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Terrible okay. screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's the 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 first Game Boy game that that I really really loved was uh uh, uh what was it called uh Wario Wario World. Yeah, that was a great game. Yeah, the first Wario game was really, really good. I mean, it was basically it was basically Mario, but they spiced it up and made it interesting. It was a cool game. Um, I didn't I didn't even own that Game Boy. Like, I'd just hang out with my friends and I would play it. Um, but I was really drawn to to Wario World. That was a good one. But but I I bought a Game Boy Color, and um, I played I played Pokemon blue and that was the only pokemon game i've played start to finish was on the blue i I played it a few times i i tried to do the thing where you're supposed to take your game boys and put them next to each other and you could connect it yeah and that thing never worked that was the dumb that was the biggest scam no that was that was just uh that was not even true you needed the wire you needed the wire you i who nobody had the wire nobody went to target and bought those things no. Only cool kids. Only the had cool wires. kids had the wire. I was sitting there for hours, like trying to get those stupid things to read, and it was never gonna work. No, that was just that was a scam. You're right. You, you were scammed scam. really early at life. Right. That was worse than than dropping ten biddies and half your messages cut off. It was way worse. <laughs> I spent hours trying to get it to work, cleaning <laughs> off the front of the lens and. Like testing the difference. Oh, maybe if we put them like touching each other or like next to each other. Or what if I need to restart? Like, dude, no, none of that. None of that works. It just it doesn't work. No. They just put a little well, piece of 
film on the front of their Game Boy and said that it worked. And yeah, no, there was no technology behind it. <laughs> so what was your first? Oh man, first toy? what what toys? Uh, oh oh, I got a good one. You'll like this. So growing up, um, you know, in the Seattle area, the big game that everybody loved was Magic the Gathering. Oh, no, magic cards, right? Yeah. So so I I liked I liked Magic and I played Magic for a number of years. Um through through a lot of the early days, uh, also built some some really really awesome decks and stuff. No, I, was, I was pretty nerd, good. Nerd alert, yes. <clears throat> I'm <Yeah>. missing. <laughs> but here's the thing. I I was never I was never like I was never like balls deep into it like some people are. I was good mm-hmm. at it, but I just never like went fully into it. Um yeah, because you got to spend so much money for it. Yeah, yeah sure. But I mean, you're right. You got to spend money. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the issue. The issue was, well, about that same time, a few years later, a few years later, a few years into it, uh, uh, Star Wars, Star Wars came out with their own collectible card game, and oh I was the biggest Star Wars fan. So I I got them all, man. I was so heavy into Star Wars the card game. I had I had the Darth Vader, I had the Leia, the Han, Luke, the I didn't even know it was a thing. Oh yeah. I had the Executioner. Uh was that the big one? No, the the Devastator like like the 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 names of the 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 uh, 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 Stardust, uh, uh, the the big ones. Oh man, I'm space. I'm I'm gonna get it's not destroyer, not a destroyer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not a Star Wars. Is it the Star Destroyer? Yeah, Star Destroyers. I don't know why that yeah. sounds weird, but the name that like they had names for the Star Destroyers, uh, the ships. Um, wait, I'm pretty sure it's wrong, and we're gonna get flamed for that. Uh, no, it's star 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 destroyer is the name of the uh, the ships. I'm pretty sure, like 99 percent sure. And uh, really? yeah, yeah, the thing with the two the two round balls on top, those are the star destroyers. Oh, and and right. they had names for them. And then like they they had the super super huge one from Empire Strikes Back. Uh, then I think that's the the executioner. I had that card. Like I I had all the cards. I was I had so much fun playing that game. Oh, I don't even know if I ever played the rules a hundred percent right because the rules were really complex. Um, but but yeah, for me, Star Wars cards growing up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I did a you little still bit. Have them? I did. Uh, I I think I gave them away at one point. Wow. I think I gave away my entire collection. So you didn't break them. You just broke no, your no, own No, no, no. I had the cases. Them. I My entire deck, I had, um, my like, all, all my cards, whether they were good or bad, I had the, the plastic little case that you would drop them into. Yeah, yeah. And then when I wasn't playing, like, an actual game, I would take the really good ones and put them into the hard hard plastic case inside of the the, the, the other plastic yeah dude 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 i'm i'm not kidding yeah i was not i would no jokes no jokes condition no oh yeah no i kept them in great shape they were uh, you know you know black bordered original uh from from the the original set uh yeah 
like mint condition. If I, oh, I, I wish I didn't give those away. <laughs> I wish I wish I still had those. But for, yeah, for me, dude, you know, being the Star Wars guy was geeking out to uh, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Growing up, uh, yeah, when they when they did their collectible card game i was like dude these movies came out like 25 years ago and now they're dropping a card game i was like that that shows you that shows you the dedication to the franchise i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna play it and i did for a long time i played a little bit of pokemon uh i had some pretty good pokemon decks um again i just never i never got into it that much uh especially with pokemon i kind of felt like i was too old for it so i never invested fully in it like i i don't even know what the really good cards are um but uh yeah yeah magic you know i i know the rules probably the best too at least you the old have, school you rules. should have stick to magic or at least go to Yu-Gi-Oh or something oh i was too old when Yu-Gi-Oh dropped i was i was there was no way i'd ever get into that no <laughs> i was too old I was yeah, like, what, I get 14, that. 15 when that show came out and they started doing the card game and all that stuff? And do it. Yeah. Can't do I, it. I never, I've never been able to get into card games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, uh, I, you know, I was talking all that mess about, about board games. Yeah. No, I really got deep into uh, Star Wars, the, uh, the collectible card game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love Star Wars. I love all things Star Wars, okay? Love me I, some Star Wars. I I pretty loved everything about it until Disney bought it. Not gonna lie. Um They they are they had some problems. I mean they did the uh the prequels and uh, most of that wasn't great. You know, Phantom Menace, uh uh the what was episode two? Old Republic or no, yeah. Uh, Whatever they're, that was. They're, they're not the best. You're no, right. no. But Revenge of the Sith was, was pretty good. I, I didn't mind the the finale to that trilogy, episode yeah. three. I thought that was well done. Yeah, you're right. But man, they 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 had some issues with with that franchise before Disney came around. They they've done really good things with the Mandalorian. Um. Yeah, I heard great things about it's it. It's really good. And uh, 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 Rogue One. Rogue One um, was really, really good. That I mean, I mean, that is as good as any Star Wars movie I've seen. If it you haven't good, seen, right. if you haven't seen Rogue One, holy, yeah, I've that, seen it. Okay, that is that is some good, good film work. Yeah, um, I. You're right. You're right. This one I had a I had a blast watching it, and unfortunately, it's better. It's way better than all the three of the last ones. They they that came out. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Um, I I think episode seven was was really big for me because uh, it was so nostalgic to see Han mm-hmm. Solo again, to see the Millennium Falcon again. Uh, yeah, and, you well, know you know they tapped into that a little bit in Rogue One. You know especially at the end when you see, you know, you know Carrie Fisher, yeah. you know, you know her her face Princess Leia, and, and you know she she was already passed away when that movie came out, and you're watching this. And it looked it looked like young young Leia right in front of you, right? It was just yeah. like, you get that moment. Yeah, it's like holy N- nostalgia is yeah powerful. A, it's a business. Oh, for sure, for sure. 
but but you know episode seven was all about the nostalgia factor right seeing seeing han and leia hold each other again uh chewy in the millennium falcon you know uh, han talking about luke you know all yeah. that stuff was like it was powerful they they really tapped into that hard uh yeah. rogue one they they tapped into it but it wasn't it wasn't central to the movie that movie was driven by the story the plot in the way and that it, they built everything up i feel it still made more sense in rogue yeah. one because we were still in quote unquote the story mhm yeah uh, yeah but after that it was more of a past that the yeah i don't know i i just and i'm just not able to get into that nostalgia thing and and they cleverly by the way in case in case like you didn't fully like like wrap your head around it they closed out one of the biggest loopholes people had been complaining about in the star wars universe for years why do they keep creating this giant death star with a hole in it why do they keep doing this with a giant weakness you know the thing is made of guns and steel. Why are ships allowed to fly in there? Well, now you know the answer. <laughs> now you know the answer. It it was a it was a scientist, a, a engineer, excuse me, an engineer on the other side that that didn't he didn't like he didn't like the empire. He didn't like the Death Star. He was forced to do it, and he did it for his family. He paid the ultimate price for it. So it, it, we're wrapped up in all that. They also did that, which is like, phew. you're right. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna give you that points. Yeah. Rogue One was good. It was good. That was a good movie. Yeah. Um. And 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 yeah. The uh, the the Mandalorian is you know directed primarily by John Favreau. You know he's the executive producer on it. Really good cast. Bill Burr is a recurring character now. They got the. Uh, the bad guy from uh, Breaking Bad. Um, what's his name? I don't, I don't. I don't even know if I really know his name. Wait, the bad guy from Breaking Bad? Yeah. Well, they're all bad guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean Heisenberg. No, 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 not Heisenberg. No, not Brian Cranston. The uh, the the chicken us? guy. The chicken guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't. It's um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's Gus, but I don't know. Yeah, right. Uh, let me. I gotta look it up now. Yeah, me too. Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito, yeah. Giancarlo Esposito. I mean, he's he's the definitive bad guy from Breaking Bad. Um, but he's not bad. He's he's the. Yes, he is a bad guy. He makes meth by the freaking gallon. By the, which, the hundreds of gallons. Which makes Heisenberg a bad guy as well. Y- yeah, yes, yes. So who's the good guy? The people Frank? that say no to meth. Wow, okay. Okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Dad. <laughs> God damn it. Who's the good guy? The people that say no to drugs. Well, all all uh, all the people in the background had no no uh, link to the story, but they didn't do meth. So these are the good guys. Oh man, I love I love Breaking Bad. Did, yeah, did you did you see um um Better Call Saul? 
Oh, okay. yeah. Did you see that? Are, are you uh, into that show? Of course. Of course. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I kind of gave up around season two. What? Yeah. It almost, if not better. It's a different show, though. The pace. Oh, the pace of it's way different. Uh, you'll, 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 uh, a lot of character development, a, a lot of, a lot of time building up, uh, that character. Yeah, but it's, and, and watching the transformation into Saul Goodman. You know, we're, we're, we're three hours and a half into it. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, it's, it's free. It's pretty late for me right now. Well, it's late for you as well. So I don't want to get into it. Because you're, <laughs> I'm gonna get too much into it. I really got it, uh, got into Breaking Bad and maybe even more in Better Call Saul. Oh it's, yeah, you, wow. you're right. It's different, but the way uh, Vince Gillian yeah. does his yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. is insanely good. Oh, he he's he's amazing. hundred percent, hundred percent agree. So good, hundred percent agree. And, I'm telling you, it's worth every single minute. Even if you you didn't get into as much as Breaking Bad, I'm telling you, the latest season are insanely good. Uh, fine, I'll give it a go. I'll give. I'll start with. I, I got a rewatch from season one, and through all that again. But okay, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, it's not like you're gonna go see your friends in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It hurts. It's me with the loner joke. Uh, <laughs> True. I, I got nothing better to do. You're right. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. Well, let me let me know. I'm I'm pretty sure you're gonna like it as well. If okay. you did, if you did love Breaking Bad, it's it's really good. Yeah, we'll have to do this again, man. This was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I'll, you know, I'll 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 report back. I'll let you know uh, how. How better call Saul take two goes. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for having me, Halo. It's You're very it's welcome. It was a lot of fun. Time, yeah. uh, like I said, time, it's a weird thing. Time flies. Yeah. Time right. flies when you're you're just chatting here, podcasting, just having a drink, hanging out, talking about whatever. <laughs> That's what we're all about. Uh, by the way, thank you for Todd for the voicemail. Uh, yeah. And and by the way, if if uh, you're out there and you're listening to this and you want to drop us a voicemail. Uh, that voicemail line is 615-541-9353. Uh, if you visit my Twitch channel, uh, you'll see the number in there as well. Go ahead and leave us a voicemail about anything. Um, just like you saw it. You know, it could be a joke. could be a discussion topic. It could be a rant. Uh, yeah. It could be anything from your day-to-day life. It's just like the podcast. Just a chance to to say what's up and uh, contribute a little bit. And, uh, yeah, have us react to whatever you got on your mind. <laughs> yeah, and make it awkward, please. And, and make it awkward. <laughs> the Marley said it. He says, make it awkward. <laughs> I, can't, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> Anyways, man, this is fun. We'll have to do it again. Uh, by the way, make sure you check him out. Twitch dot tv slash the marley t-h-a-m-a-r-l-y uh live uh sunday through thursdays uh what time do you get started at well let's say let's say from 2 p.m to 8 p.m uh, est except Two for Eastern. sunday 
except Sunday I stream two two hours uh, later. But uh, right, you'll, yeah, you'll, you do you'll a later catch start. Me, you'll catch me. Yeah, two two p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Thursday, and uh, on Sunday four p.m. Eastern, and that would be one p.m. Pacific time. The Marley, thank you so much for being here. We'll do this again soon, huh? Thanks a lot. Yes, okay. whatever you want. Talk to you later, man. Good night. All right. See ya. Bye.